and welcome to Season 3 of Goats and Dragons, a helpful goat gaming podcast. In this podcast, we play our long-form campaign, level 1 to 20, Fates of Rin. And uh, some of our content and uh, language may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Across the continent of Greater Banya, peoples of all walks of life share a common sense. A sense that something is approaching. What it is remains a secret to most, but they can feel it. Rumors of sickness spread in the south. A mountain flies in the west. An army of living flame marches through the desert sands, leaving a line of glass as their trodden path. Yes, these are the troubles set to welcome a god into this world. Baalit, the lidless eye, god of the searing light. She approaches and will not be deterred. However, a few know of her coming and prepare. A deadly and cunning thief, a champion of the mountain tribes, a cleric of chaos, a brilliant artificer, and a scarred soul whose past is catching up with him. Can these individuals save the rest? Can they kill a god? Can they save their friend? Can they each finally find a home? Let us together read the final chapters of these heroes. Welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I give my friends a ticking clock. I'm Andrew Gilbert, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, and I'm not alone. So with me is Galway, playing the Tiefling Sorcerer Charity. Hey everybody, my name's Galway, pronouns he, him, his, and I play Calorant Charity, whose pronouns are also he, him, his. Then Adam, playing the Halfling Rogue Burbage Kemp. Hello everybody! Uh, yes, my name's Adam. That is Ziggy behind me. Ziggy, uh, my friend of the feline persuasion. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, or they, them, theirs, whichever anybody prefers. And I play Burbage Kemp, and his pronouns are he, him, his. And Ziggy's pronouns are... Yes, Ziggy, sorry, Ziggy playing the tabaxi assassin. Uh, <laughs> Half-elf. Uh, Ziggy has not expressed a preference, although we use he, him for Ziggy. We need to have somebody be able to cast speak to animals. Wait, the Tabaxi... Tabaxi half-elf, yep. The Tabaxi assassin half-elf. Yep. (laughs) Anyway, happy to be here. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi, yeah, I'm Lena. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I'm playing Stormbringer, whose pronouns are also she, her, hers. Rachel, playing the gnomish artificer Clem. Hi, I'm Rachel. And I am playing Clem, and we both use she, her, hers. And Darcy playing the tiefling cleric, Hakari. Hello, I'm 
<laughs> I almost said I'm Hikari. I'm Darcy. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, theirs. Hikari's are she, her, hers. And back by unpopular request <laughs> is a song for you all tonight. <clears throat> Yo, caught in Hikari violence. Yo, caught in Hikari violence. <laughs> Ha 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 violence I want your sword I want it for free I'll stab at anything as long as it's not me I want your blood 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 I want your blood I want it psycho I'm touched in the head I drink so much I should probably be dead I want your blood 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 I want your blood you know that'll cut you and you know that'll stab you I want it Hikari Hikari violence I want your blood and I want all your friends, you and them, with Hikari violence. <laughs> oh, I want your blood and I want all your friends, you and them, with Hikari violence. Yo, <laughs> caught in Hikari violence. Yo. <laughs> God in Hikari violence. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Oh. Yay. Uh, and as always, we've made it canon so that uh, Hikari actually starts singing or humming this uh, in game at this moment. Coming out of a fey uh, possessed stupor. Drunken stupor. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That was amazing. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. Um, so welcome to our live recording of the podcast, Goats and Dragons. Uh, we now have three podcast feeds um, that we would love for you to listen to wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, we got Goats and Dragons. That's what this is. Um, there's also Helpful Goat Gaming, uh, Helpful Goat Presents, where we play like shorter campaigns, one shots, uh, plus the interlocking campaign uh, GM'd by Galway in the world of Tear. Um which is brilliant. And uh, we also have Dom and Dragons, uh, the 25-episode campaign where we played with actor uh, Dominique Monaghan, uh, which was enjoyable and quite enjoyable. Um, and I believe Chelsea has a poem? Yes, it's in our Discord chat as well. I just assume because Chelsea's amazing and always provides a poem. Would someone like to read it? I can. I haven't read one in a while. Please, please do. Um, heroes, drunken enjoyment, adventure, long rests. Long ago, the four core story elements of this tale lived together in harmony. <laughs> then everything changed when the fire army and Behelovich attacked. <laughs> Only the family and Clem, who's totally family by now, can stop them. With the help of their allies, a dragon, Clue, and perhaps a fae or two, I believe the family can save the world. Oh, wait, wrong story about fire armies. My bad. Much love, FOR crew. I can see and hear you. So good. It's awesome. Thanks. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. All right. Uh, anything else? I think, I think that's about it. And if that's the case, we can get started with tonight's episode of Fates of Rin. Every time you hear that, I still hear 8-Bit Heroes start in my mind. Right. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, I'm too trained from like years of years that of being, being the segue. And I'm just like, what? nothing. 
Oh, oh, right, right. It's been a while. Weird. So previously on Goats and Dragons, the fates of Rin, the family found a dragon hurt on the verge of death. It was Pelatoth, their old friend. Uh, he arrived uh, with a gigantic spear sticking out of him. Uh, and once removed through a heroic effort of strength, he turned into the form of an old woman and faint. Upon bringing uh, Pelatoth back into town uh, and setting up in Aideen's place, the family got to work figuring out when the army of flame would reach Cliff, if indeed they are headed here. While this was happening, and while Stormbringer was beginning to interrogate the fairy named Tondri, Hakari's body was taken over by a fey creature, a servant of the stranger. Apparently, the stranger needs to pick sides in the upcoming conflict between the material and the divine. For now, it appears, the stranger is betting on the family. After the departure of this creature, Pelatoth awakes and exclaims the name of Ragnar as a new general for the army of flame. Now, ladies and gentlemen, still standing in Aideen's place, what is it you would like to do? I've just had the fairy leave, right? Like I was off in the corner by myself and yes. I've just had the fairy leave. Yeah. I think okay. that that was also kind of when like Charity was <laughs> yelling at the Fae in Hikari's body for like maximum distraction. <laughs> sure, yeah. Because we, we were weaving those two scenes together. Yeah. Charity will probably at the sort of ex at the sort of declamation from Pelican, like, oh, good. As long as it's an ancient dragon, hooray. Uh, should we let Tondri go so they don't murder her when they drop off the dawn package or interrogate her further? Or yeah, that's, that's already taken care of. Which one? I murdered her. No, I let her go. <laughs> you pick an option C that wasn't even there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, that's probably good. Hopefully she's still uh, running. Okay, so... Yeah, we <clears throat> had a whole conversation and the stranger seems like kind of a dick and so I just encouraged her to leave. It's a good call. Uh, but we so... got a dragon on our side, right? I mean, I don't... Hey, I don't know you, but uh, you seem... Like, I mean, well, I was going to say you seem strong, but you don't. You seem weak as shit right now, but you're on our side and you'll eventually get strong, right? I am Pelotal. The winter I'm nightmare. Nice to meet you. Oh, you're still going. The brisk fang. The chilly whiteness. I I don't. Not all the names are amazing. Yeah, no, <laughs> that last one needs some work. I think. I didn't pick it. The white. The white chill. The big white chill. I don't think that's good either. No, all right. You got that BWC energy. The chilly whiteness maybe sounds like a guy who's frozen. Anyway, don't worry about it. So, I mean, I'm sure you're great, but right now you got your ass kicked by somebody, right? <sighs> yes, by Ragnar. And the woman st starts to kind of ease off the bed, stretches a bit, uh, and coughs. <coughs> Uh, and kind of leans on the bookcase uh, next to the bed and starts to make their way over to the map on the table um, where Aideen is at. Map time. Nap time? M map. Map. I, I think Pelototh is going to show us a route for the Man, I could have really Pelototh. gone for a nap, but no, map sounds mm -hmm. good too. I mean, it's definitely not as exciting, but okay. Right? Pelototh, please. <laughs> I would love to take a nap. Uh, and he does. Like an he hour unconscious. Didn't do me any good. Um, why does this have no dynamic? Thank you. Um, 
Right. Uh, so, so he starts to kind of draw um, uh, kind of a path straight toward Cliff Mill in this sort of north uh, eastern direction. Um, and uh, he just kind of adds to to what uh, to what Aideen has already been mapping out. Um, and uh, so, so he sort of draws a little bit more in in a wider arc. Um, and he he's like the the army could. Uh, simply be going through the mountains at this pass. Is there any way, they reason they would go to Bovelia, the city? And Aideen is, I don't, I, the way they moved, uh, it didn't seem like they needed to go past, I, I mean, they don't really need, uh, they don't tire, they don't, they don't slow down, they don't even sleep. I don't think they care whether they go straight over the mountain or through a pass. I don't know why they would go northern that more than they should. And then Pelototh kind of looks around at the rest of you. Is there any reason this army of flame would march straight here? What is it about this place? Um, I, I don't think we like know that, but like the fire dudes have had real hard-ons for us for a while. Um, they just show up and blow up inside people. And maybe it wasn't related to us. Maybe it was just like a big coincidence every single time. Sorry, um, could you elaborate on what you mean by the fire people show up and blow up inside of people? Because that's new to me. Uh, so oh, you... yeah. So this thing called the fire blight, where we don't really know how people were getting it, but somehow they were like having fire elementals inside of them, and then go, go boom, and they die, and the fire elemental would be outside of them. There's a whole bunch of towns sort of along the coast that have been utterly destroyed. Yeah, that's 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 actually how that happened. It was fun. We've gotten to see its after effects twice and been in the middle of it once. The same was happening in Lesser Banya as well. The Cities little... burned to the ground. Is there an army of living flame marching from there too? No. So no, like, something you know... opened a rift in in the great sand waste. Allowing this army to pass through. Okay, that's not great. Uh, so reasons that they would be marching here. Uh, Charity will kind of walk to the window of Aideen's house and point at the spire. That could be tangentially related. Like, we don't know, right? Like, because this could all just be a wild coincidence. Everything bad happening in the world doesn't have to have one source. Um, but it seems likely... I guess. Even 20 fire elementals couldn't melt that fire. I know ice. I know what holds your friend. But... That's your friend? Sorry. Yeah, the... So, Behelet... There seem to be a lot of prophecies, and you've been alive long enough to realize that prophecies usually aren't real precise and clear in their wording. So, there's a chance that Vimeris still has some role to play, and this place has some role to play. Um, we all definitely seem to be involved in the prophecies, so... This is concerning. Yeah, how do you think we feel? Well, so, I can give you the information I know. Like, from an ancient perspective of your old dragonness, in addition to the information you know, um, how would you fortify a town like Cliffville if this army was coming to make sure that Cliffville would be okay? Moats? Lots of moats? I'm afraid there is little you can do to fortify this area. Setting traps in the wilderness before the army gets here. Perhaps uh, 
calling upon every friend you have, bringing them here to defend it, seems the only choice. Hey, Seamus, uh, can I get uh, Hamster Lad's magical Etch-a-Sketch? <laughs> Thank you. And they it's a good one. <laughs> uh, and Charity's just going to write down on the, which I think is like the sending board, like, uh, when you have a moment to chat, we probably should. Hi, this is Charity of the family, by the way. I like the idea of setting traps in the woods. That reminds me of a time when I was a child in Diefield, and I was left home alone by my irresponsible and bitchy mother. <laughs> And anyway, my house was beset by wolves. <laughs> and I'll set some traps for them. Anyway, so we could totally do that. So, so wait, Bridge, you recounted to us the story of how you would run through the forest and there were wolves. And then also the wolves, like, besieged your house, which is in the center of the magically walled city of Dife. What did you do to wolves? I didn't do anything to these wolves, all right? They were always... Getting up in my in, in my and Avery's grill, and then Avery left, and then they just had it out for me for some reason. Like they would follow me into town, or like one time I even like I manipulated my mother into moving into a different to a different address in Diefield, like because the wolves knew where we lived, and I was like, you know, I, I did all these machinations to sort of get my mother to move us to another house that, like, you know, was a better house. And somehow the wolves knew where to find me there, too. Isn't that strange? Isn't that odd? Perhaps the person outside the window has more information on this. Did none of you hear them scoff? Did I? Did, did, did Burbage? You have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, at, at this, and I will... Burbage gonna, like, 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 fucking, like... Uh, fuck, what is that thing that the big red thing? Kool-Aid Man! Kool-Aid Man bursts through the door with her axe up okay. to grab something. Well, at least you chose the, the door and not the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you see, um, you see Avery, uh, hanging on the side of, uh, the, the hut that you're in, uh, with one arm, going, shit, a, a Skype is easier when you have two arms. <laughs> I'm gonna grab him. Huh? What are you doing, Avery? We just saw you. Herbert doesn't need to see you, like, every two hours. I'm sorry. I was, <laughs> I was just looking in on my brother. I'm going to bring him inside. Oh, I don't have to go. I was just... I was, no, like, like, Cherry asked better questions. Oh, just eavesdropping, just a bit. I didn't... I did know. that a lot earlier. It's kind of fun, isn't it? Oh, great. It's, it's, another, it's another sneaky halfling. Hey, look. Who the fuck Avery. is this? I'll this set is... it down in front of everybody. Avery Clem, Clem, Avery. Avery Clem is sort of racist against halflings. I was just going to ask, is that a little... S sort of? <laughs> I mean, listen, I've just been taught my whole life that you can't trust him. And so far, I mean, wow. Burbage is <laughs> helping with that? Question mark? <laughs> he just kind of glares at you a bit. Don't worry, uh, you'll grow to love me. Sorry, listen, uh, this is not a conversation for me. I, I simply could go back to my place. It was Avery. a conversation for you when you included yourself in it, so now uh, here you are. I, I was dragged in here, literally. No, I meant the listening part. Conversations sometimes can just be one-sided. Oh, sure. Yeah, Avery, my friend Pelototh here says that you scoffed, that you scoffed outside the window. 
What do you I, think you are? Some kind of scofflaw? I'm some sign. I'm some sort of scoffer, just sort of scoffing at everything. Scoff, scoff, scoff. That's me. Yes. What were you scoffing at? The fact that you think you don't know why the wolves were after you. Well, well all right. You know what? I've put up with this long enough. People coming around and telling me things that I should know. Oh, assuming that, oh, Burbage must know. Hey, Burbage, are you going to talk him out of it? Are you going to talk him out of it? No, Burbage, are you even going to stop him? Hey, Burbage, don't you know why the wolves were after you? No, I don't. If someone could just fucking tell me what was happening and what is happening and what will happen in the future, then I might very well regain some sense of groundedness and composure in my strange, absurd little life. You would sneak into the wolf dens and pull their tails. Oh, you think it was those same wolves? I, th I think it was those same wolves, yes. Oh, shit. I it's don't... a simple cause and relation. You think that that... Yes, oh, I think that that's why Charity's a whole generation just... of wolves were after him. Charity's just going to walk around slowly behind the brothers' camp and just, like, slap both of them upside the head. Oh, how? Ow! All no. right, if we can have gotten that resolved, not really no, but... a mystery. Jesus Christ, Burbage, that's not a good hobby. I guess, um, you know what? I forgot. I forgot that back then I didn't have expertise in stealth. So it makes sense that... Yep, that, that was the problem here. You sure identified it. Well, uh... if I'd had the expertise in stealth then, they probably wouldn't have even caught me pulling their tail. Can we get back on track? I'm just going to tell Randolph to stand behind Avery and breathe loudly. Since Charity is also behind Avery, you're just going to hear Charity. Oh, God. <laughs> um, hey, Avery, why were you listening in? I saw you drag this poor elven woman unconscious into this place, wondering what my brother was getting up to. And you wouldn't have even known anything. If Pelly over here didn't l hear me scoff, well, that was my fault. I scoffed. I'm a scoffer. I'm a big scoffer. And if I could have pulled myself up quick enough, I'm just a little <laughs> weak still. And he kind of like holds where his arm used to be, Ch making eye contact with all of you. It's really, Charity's gonna probably uh, get you another arm if you want. I got a bag. Charity's going to look at uh, Randolph. Do you emit saliva in any way? Can you like lick him? Yeah, He's, he like spits and dribbles on the ground. Ugh. We'll work what, on the accuracy. What is that? What, what the fuck is that? Don't touch me. What is happening? That's, that's a fair question. That's that, is the, that, what, that is the worst okay, thing I've ever seen. I've been through many strange and terrible things in this campaign. And this takes the cake for He's horror. He's our new companion. He's my servant. I made him while you guys were off doing whatever you were doing. I, I created him, Randolph. Randolph, this is everybody. Everybody, this is Randolph. Good Lord. He is here to help us. He can do easy tasks and fight. Right, Randolph? Don't touch me. He doesn't like to be touched. Nobody so... wants to touch you, Randolph. Nobody's ever going to want to touch you. Hey, that's really harsh. You just met Randolph. It takes as, all different types, Burbage. As he spits again, Charity's like, good, good, you're working on it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like hover my hand right near him and cast Guidance. 
Let's see if this this helps you. Hey. I bet I bet people who look like Randolph think that we look like monstrosity. Randolph is the kind. There's a lot of assumptions inside that question that we're not going to unpack <laughs> right now. Um, but anywho, yeah. So Avery, any uh, fun flavor you want to add to any of the discussions that you've been eavesdropping on so far? What well, I just got here, didn't I? I don't exactly know what all's happening except that woman has a very very low voice and that's not typical of elderly you know elven women but insight check insight check how long was he Sixteen. uh he's probably only been out here for a few minutes like he said it's hard to read him but you don't have much to go on hey avery can you do me a favor yeah do a, do a scoffing sound right um, now i want to hear you scoff do it again <laughs> uh Oh. Hold hold on, just for that, and this is potentially important. Yeah, are we still in the zone of truth? Oh yeah, <laughs> he would have walked into it. Yeah, or been dragged into it. Yes, <laughs> he has entered the area of a zone of truth spell, and Aideen knows the success or failure of his rolls. The reason I'm asking you to scoff for me, Avery, is because I want you to represent the sound I'm making in my head right now. Because little did you know, you just entered. A house where we expect complete honesty. Uh, over his shoulder, Aideen looks at you, Charity, and like shakes her head. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Um, so why do you feel like you shouldn't be truthful with us? It's not that I'm not truthful. Uh, I, you know, I'm just. This isn't about me. This, all right. This is. This is about you and your group and. I don't want to take the spotlight from you. So. Hey, Randolph, why don't you give it another go? He licks up the back of his leg. Oh, oh I should good. not have worn shorts today. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Charity will hover his hand and give him guidance again. Good job, buddy. Good job. Uh, that why by is it... far was the most disgusting thing to ever happen in this campaign. <laughs> there is too much Randolph hate here. Why is Char- it sticky Randolph like honey? Charity, oh. Charity will point at him. He'll touch. God damn I'm, it. I'm, I'm sorry. Did Charity just do a Randolph impression? <laughs> Seemed like that. Keep up, Burbage. So is Hikari just like slumped on the floor somewhere? No, you're you're up at this oh, point. Oh, I am up. Yeah, you're still probably you're still probably okay. drunk, but I'm just gonna yell, water! Like hold my hand out. Water. Uh Pelototh kind of puts a finger over a bowl and starts to swirl the finger around and uh, the bowl fills up slowly with water. So I was so thirsty right after her random songs. Oh, right. That is also a drink it and then go, water! He water. does it again, frowning a little bit more. I do that like a few times until I'm not thirsty anymore. You better give her the a water. a little more with it. What? Better, better, better give her that water or else she'll do Hakari violence on you. Yep. He As- does it over a bucket this time. Ken <laughs> hands it to you. <laughs> uh, well, I don't care who listens. But you need to know, Ragnar is the top of the order. The every every major chromatic dragon has a representative of the order, and Ragnar is is the ruler of that order. Even the uh, the great white representative, not me, someone even older than me, would not dare go against him. And I'm afraid he now has been conjoled or or under some sort of magic. To help this living flame army. He's now their general. Turned on me, in fact. 
He was the one that stabbed me. He stabbed you, but he's a dragon. Dragons also have hands. I figured they'd be strong. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's just a really judgy thing to say, Clem. I just assumed that, like, their jaws would be stronger than their sword hand. When you get to my age, you can fend off a few jaws. What he stabbed me with was a dragon-killing weapon. Oh, that's, that's fair. Thank you for... I didn't realize that. Can we get one of those? Not for you, of course, but, you know. There's one laying in those woods. You pulled it out of me. Yeah, I was gonna say, we have it. Yeah, and was like several stories tall it was yeah way too big to be wielded by anyone your side i gotta build a bigger random um <laughs> yeah i get out my sword and i'm like let's go to the woods we just came from the woods on this quest to find the spear and i just sort of like woo out the door <laughs> okay. Please, i don't think we're going right now i continue just out the door <laughs> you see me going woo I'm zigging and zagging. As you're outside, uh, you see um, uh, a few guards flanking a very squat figure um, and, a, and a very large elephant trailing behind, an elephant person trailing behind. Uh, and uh, this you recognize as Missy, the uh, mayor of the town, who seems to be walking up the path toward the house as well. Missy, high five! I jump and then I continue my woo, woo, woo. You jump entirely over Missy. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. Isn't very short dwarf. Very short. Okay, I lean down, high five Misty, because I would have known this, and then I do my wooing towards the forest. Um, should what? Well, um, I guess she's opted out of this conversation. Uh, Charity quickly does some calculations of how far it is to the woods where Aideen's house is located. I'm like, I don't know. There's probably under like a forty percent chance she even makes it to the gates. So. And, and like as we still hear the distance, woo, woo. Plus, we'll probably be able to find her. So it's uh, it's probably good. I'm confused. Who is the wild card in this group? Me or her? I think definitely her. I mean, I it seems like there's a there's two at least because I don't know about this shady one over here. Points to Clem. Charity hey. points out the door. Wild card points at you. Joker points at Randolph. Abomination. Don't touch me. Not going to, buddy. Joker. The Joker. Hey, hey, look at this furry scar of a sweater. You want to know how I got this scar? My friend Stormbringer gave it to me as a Christmas present. No, sorry. As a Bavarian Candle Festival present. So I'm, a, I'm the Joker. I'm the, I'm the Joker. Aww. I've not seen that film. And he, uh, <laughs> Peltoth then kind of wanders over to you and starts to run his... <laughs> finger over the scar this was a, a good gift F foresight you will need that yeah I guess, I guess it was what are your plans what are you going to do shore up the defenses of this town and hope for the best well <clears throat> charity's gonna like look at avery we 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 charity i have an idea what if we got a really 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 big bucket and Peliototh filled it with water and Peliototh flew over the army with it. <laughs> and poured the water on them. I like this. I mean, vis-a-vis -vis fire elementals, that's actually not a terrible idea. Um, but, but okay, look, Avery, uh, you're probably aware that there's a spell of zone of truth in this area at the moment. Sure. Could you just do me a favor and allow yourself to be affected by it? So you can answer this one question and then I'm not going to ask you 
more questions. You could just not have to answer anything else, but I'd like at least the encouragement that you're going to respond to me truthfully about this question. Give me the question first, then, so I know. Are you on our side? Um, he kind of concentrates for a second, uh, and then Aideen kind of locks eyes with you, Charity, and nods. Okay, am I on your side? I started out being on the side of my brother, I'll be honest. But it seems he's intertwined with you, so it's transferred to you, too. Anything you need from me? Anything I can do to help? I'm on, I'm on your side. What are, what are your skills? Well, quite good at sneaking. I... <laughs> yeah, so is your brother. <laughs> well, not what do you quite bring as, that's new? Not quite as good as my brother, but, um, you know, I'm good at stabbing. I'm pretty quick. Still? Uh, I, I, was, I was able to infiltrate things uh, and sneak out with information pretty easily, killing who I needed to. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm decent. So what you're telling us is you're on our side, but you're basically a second-rate garbage. Uh, I was born I just... first, but sure. Oh, so oh. he's he he's version one. All right, the upgrades. That's what it is. Yeah. One last question, Avery. Who actually killed Forsyth Brigan? He just kind of smiles weakly at you. Okay, <clears throat> I'm assuming you're not going to be answering that one. Wait, who's Forsyth Brigand? Does Burbage even know? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know, but but it must have something to do with this sweater, because Pelotov just came over, stroked my sweater scar, and said something about Forsyth. Did he? Foresight. Foresight. The general concept of being forward-looking and preparatory. Mm, so this Foresight brigand, he must have been a fortune teller? I did no, not kill Foresight Brigand. Two words. I don't know anyone who killed Foresight Brigand. Charity's going to <laughs> hold up a finger, make eye contact with uh, Randolph, and point at Burbage. Go to it, buddy. No! <laughs> Burbage runs out after Hikari. Burbage le- is, I'm not doing out of this conversation! I want to touch you. Avery, I'll talk to you later. Bye! Wah! 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 As you just run past Missy, who's nearly at the door at this point, and she looks. Charity's just gonna sort of. It's magical to watch them learn. I give her. I give Missy a high five. Randolph, why do you listen to Charity better than you listen to me? Sorry. He hobbles back over to you. Does he run fast or like? No. Okay, good. Awkwardly, his little wings are trying to beat. He's trying to fly, and he maybe gets like a few inches off the ground at times, but. He's it's more learning. just like a hop with hang time than it is flight. <laughs> yeah, he's still learning. Okay, so now that we've established that question, thank you, Avery, for your willingness to undergo the zone of truth to make me confident in the answer. I'm sure you can understand why. Uh, so our plan is, yes, shore up this place as much as we can, as quickly as we can, mm-hmm. but also there's something else that Behelet is interested in and we are interested in for our own reasons in addition it is the hellfire because you commented that all of the armies of the fire elementals aren't getting him out of that but hellfire could that's why they're in i need a no on the pronoun game that is why who are involved the royalty of the plane of fire they were the ones that created hellfire it was stolen from them okay so there's sort of a many years ago so they're worried about copyright infringement. Perhaps they're being persuaded with the promise of its return. 
So do you believe that if we were to be able to obtain it, surely a more convincing bid of will return this to you is had by actually possessing the thing? Do you think we could get them to change sides? Just go away, even? Perhaps. This is also about a god trying to come into this plane. Yeah, that's the other part. That would be its greatest weapon. And a weapon against them. Hellfire changes everything. Um, I didn't put the pieces together until right now, but can, do you know where it is? Can you find it? We have leads, at least. Um, uh, Andy, out of character. Uh, Pelototh was with us when we talked to Israk Devere. Yeah. And wasn't Israk Devere the one who had first raised the idea that Charity's silver flames and the fact that he was able to wield hell, that his silver flames were probably why he was able to wield hellfire at all and not just instantly die. Yeah. And that that also would then potentially be why Behelit is so interested in me. Yes. The as a as an avatar the the idea that if behelit could take over your body and wield the flame game over yeah yeah so but pelototh was there for that right yes yeah okay i just wanted to make sure sorry i just wanted to make sure because i'm like wait 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 yeah yeah have i completely misplaced you that conversation um so the elemental plane of fire is interested in regaining hellfire and so presumably that's why there's, if not serving Behilet, acting in Behilet's interests. It seems, yes. Why Ragnar is interested, I'm not exactly sure. They, perhaps they offered him a gift or something to, to aid this army, but that's a mystery to me. So Ragnar is leading this army of fire, but Ragnar is a, 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 a dragon, not... When I say like you, I don't mean of the same type, but he is of this world, unlike the fire yes, army. Correct. Um, you mentioned that he was the leader of uh, sort of uh, draconic representative republic. Um, yes, mostly through might alone. No one would challenge him. Does that mean that other dragons are likely to be with that army? <clears throat> if he persuades them, yes. By persuade, do you mean beat the shit out of? Threaten, yes. Uh, there are not so many of us ancient ones left, but uh, I could maybe get to one, maybe two. But More dragons two. would probably be good, as long as they're fighting with on our side. Yes. Um, Azulamance uh, is the, the ancient blue dragon representative. He has always been on the side of Ragnar. He okay. would fall quickly. Okay. Perhaps, yes, maybe I have my path now laid out in front of me. So our current goal is to find the Hellfire, if nothing else, because it's fairly clear that Behelit is looking for it, and it's also fairly clear that it is currently the only means that anyone has been able to come up with that can answer or provide a solution to a thing I have vowed to do, which is revive my brother Vimeris. But, you know, reviving him in there isn't going to end well. And you do recall, yeah, uh, so far your leads have been uh, Israk uh, believed that it was with Ponwe, um, and Hikari believes that it's still 
somewhere or tied to at least uh, Federa, since the last thing that killed her in a previous life was you wielding this in Federa. Charity is going to sort of look at Peltoff. I have a question for you as well. Yes. What What do you know of Ponway Elvor and of my father, Black Tom? I try not to engage in the likes of creatures. I, I have been hurt before by your kind. But even my ears have heard of Ponway Elvor. Troublesome wizard. Always, always attempting to do something beyond his grasp. Though I do not believe him to be evil, he is troublesome, certain. And I'm afraid I've not heard of this Black Tom. He was... Ponway was allied with your friend Israk. They tried to stop the last incursion of a god into this world. Did he find a way? Wait a minute. A gift for a god. <laughs> he must have failed. Interesting. Do, 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 do you want to further externalize that little internal monologue? I'm afraid that one is for me. I oh. don't act like a video game NPC. It's really <laughs> annoying. I apologize, but it is personal. Ah, oh, damn, if Burbage was there, he might try to push to unpack this. Whoops. <laughs> Charity will stop. I think that they developed a method, but that ultimately it, it failed because it tried to treat mortal lives like game pieces and assumed that every mortal could be okay with that with destroying things that you love, with furthering your own loss. It, it was a plan to stop a, god, to stop a god that involved playing like the gods. Perhaps your generation can learn from this. Yeah. Uh, also, how old is Bonway? Because he seems to be uh, kicking around the records for a real long time. <laughs> he's older than he seems. Also, Much. his father or grandfather was a giant long-fingered skeleton man in the cave of, uh, what was his name? Uh, Fermidian. Oh, such an evil name should not be uttered in the presence of common folk. This is... We killed him. You've destroyed Fermidian of the shadow knowledge. That's, yep, that's, that was the writer, yep. Yeah. Yeah, we went into his realm and we slaughtered him. It was, uh, pretty simple, actually. Did you take anything from there? <laughs> do we know that Burbage took something? <laughs> no. I mean, we know that we did. What did we yeah, take? Yeah, you right, took some right, tomes. The processor and... ever, blah, blah. Yeah, you got a coat. You got a. You got several things. Yeah. The book. I the process just... Avatarana. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We took that. Um. Uh, yeah, we looted which, some. Which, which charity probably wouldn't mention that one, but uh, yeah, spoils of war couple few things that seemed like they might be helpful. Well, it was forbidden for a reason. Nobody told us we couldn't. <laughs> you killed the person that would, would, would have told you this. Yes. Tried to yeah, but why first. would we listen to him? Uh, he's a shit. Don't You shouldn't have listened to him. He well, was a shit. Was a shit. So I, like I'm like connected to the Shadowfell every day still. I kind of vaguely go back there. Should we get rid of everything we took from him? In general, of course. But... Like, sell it or, like, destroy it? Uh, be wise about it. That's all I ask. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, okay. I think Andy, he means I've... that we should keep it all and use it for ourselves. <laughs> Andy, I have a question. Oh. Yeah. And it's going back to, so, uh, Pelotov's little gift for a god thing. 
Am I Adam correct in thinking that he's that that is connected to Bright Fang? Uh, to Arian, certainly. To Arian, yeah. yeah. Now, Pre- so the the previous gift before Bright Fang, yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I don't know if this would affect anything in the scene, but Avery is still there. Correct. And Burbage did at the end of one of this their scenes together. He like took a moment where they were like crying together and connecting to just casually mention, oh, and I gave Bright Fang yeah. away. So yeah. I don't know if, if that if Avery as the like chosen camp yeah. would would it like I mean I don't know if that would result in any kind of conversation, but I'm I'm just flagging that as an interesting kind of connection. Because yeah. Avery knows that Burbage doesn't have Bright Fang anymore. I think I yeah. I think Burbage said I gave it back to Pelotov. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned, or did I just say name, I gave Bright but... Fang away? <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, interesting. And, and and for Avery, yet he hasn't quite put together that this person is a dragon. Exactly. Oh, that's true. So, <laughs> he's just still he's like, yeah, what a low voiced woman. Yeah, putting pieces because together. that, and that's also he doesn't know the the legends didn't have Arian and Pelatov. Correct. Like it wasn't yeah, like yeah. it was a paired name. It was Arian and the gift for the goddess yeah, and yeah. blah blah blah. So it's not like he'd be like, oh. Funny. Name, you got the same right. name as the dragon from the story. And I'm talking well, a lot about dragons. Burbage at least somehow like made that connection. I think that's canon, right? That like he was going he, through he the Rolodex it. of like stories of Arian and or maybe he didn't know the dragon's name from the stories. Right. He? You you put it all together when he asked for it back, essentially. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I see. Yep, yep, yep. Um yeah. And speaking of uh, Hakari and Burbage, Burbage, um, as this is going on in, in Aideen's place, um, you catch up to um, to Hakari make, stumbling a little bit toward the, the gates. I'm like, um, where, 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 where? And Hakari, you hear this behind you. Oh, God, it's the cops. Okay, I turn around. Burbage! Hakari! Let's go find, let's go find the spear. What, what are you talking about? The spear, the dragon-killing spear. Was that a thing? Was that something that happened in the conversation back there? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I was distracted by that awful fucking creation of Clems, this unholy beast. Did you see that? Oh, my God. He's oh, my God. really creepy, right? And, like, we've fought a lot of creepy things, and that thing is really creepy. I think that is the scariest thing I've ever seen in all of my thousands of years of living. I wonder if there's a Randolph spear over here. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, could you refresh my memory about what you're looking for? So that person, the old lady that's a dragon that uh, got hit with the spear, we need that spear to kill the other dragon. Or something like that, but I don't know. I heard spear and dragon, so. We think the spear is still out here, like. They said it was out here. Where we found Pelotoff. All right, cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, while we're out here, just the two of us, just wanted to check in with you about that shared several weeks of traumatic incarceration that we experienced together. Oh, you mean the bar? Yes, the bar. I guess that was sort of traumatic. I, I don't know. I don't know if I get traumatized anymore. Right. That is sort of the sense that I got. And that's what I wanted to ask you about because, you know, it kind of fucked me up there for a little bit. I'm trying to, to get to get out of it, to get over it. And, 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 and you seem to, it seems to come so naturally to you. 
Are you sure there's there's nothing about that experience that that shook you at all? Uh, well, pro- I mean, if it does, it's because I just if it I just push it like you. What you do is you just take that and you make it into a ball, and then you push it deep, 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 deep down, and then it just slowly is there and comes out slowly throughout your life as mental illness and sure. alcoholism. Right, yeah, I've done that. I've done the, the part where I put it into a ball and tuck it deep, deep down. I, I do that all the time. But the other thing I do all the time is the balls always grow little tails. And then I pull on the tails and then they come up and chase me around in my waking life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've definitely been in that stage, but I don't know. I just, before I can really deal with it, I die, so... You know, by the time I figure out who I am and all that junk and I'm looking for things, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm traumatized. Oh, no. And then I die and it starts all over. So I don't know. Kari, I can't, I can't hear you. Am I cutting out? Akari, you're, cu- you're cutting out. I'm still cutting out? No, you're fine now. Okay. <laughs> uh, where did I cut out at? <laughs> you, you die every time. You, you, you die. Yeah. So basically... By the time the little balls have tails, or the ball has a tail, whatever. I don't know this analogy anymore. But <laughs> I... <laughs> basically, I like am spending my whole time figuring out who I am and trying to find my stuff so that I can stop living and dying. And so I'm all wrapped up in that. And by the time it grows tails, then like I die and it starts all over. So I've really oh. gotten past that point. When you... What's it that way? I should be thankful. You know, you, you, you have to reset every time. You have to start from scratch and, and start over trying to learn your identity and figure out who you are. I don't have that excuse. I just keep on going in the same circles. And I don't think I have to. How do I stop? I don't, I don't know. Have you ever taken one of those, like, tails and pulled it out? The ball out? I don't know. Again, I this metaphor and looked it in the face, looked at that ball in the face and said, ball, I'm scared of you, but I'm gonna stab you with my mind sword anyway. I can't say I've ever threatened a ball that I'm going to stab it with my mind sword. You know what I'm saying, right? Like you're gonna attack it head on and stab it right in the face. We've done that. Right, yeah. I think I think I understand. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, the next time I have occasion to encounter a tailed ball in my soul, maybe when I pull it out, I'll hold on to it instead of letting it go, and I'll hold on to it and I'll subdue it, and I'll look this subdued ball right in its eyeballs, and I'll say. I'm going to stab you right with my mind soul. And I'll see what happens. Yeah, let me know. Yeah, and I'll keep you posted. I'll keep you posted. And and I might have done that in the past. I don't know. I have a vague memory, but keep me posted. I don't know. You could die or it, <laughs> or it could work and then it, it gets better and it gets smaller. I don't know. I'm sorry. My metaphorical soul ball could kill me. I mean, I not kill you, I guess. Kill you. I, I don't know. I, I don't remember what happens. That might have been a reason I died before. Because of your soul ball. Yes. Oh. Hey, let's look for this spear. I think that was a pretty good conversation. 
Yeah, I think that was good too. Very productive. Successful interaction. Successful emotional interaction. Somewhere back in the house, Charity is going to suddenly realize that Burbage has left me like, oh shit, that just increased the odds that Hakari manages to get outside the gates by at least 30%. And with them together, (laughs) the odds that the entire forest is on fire is now honestly in... Oh, this could be awkward. Oh, go away. (laughs) You're not going to like this then. Uh, So (laughs) Charity and Burbage, Burbage and Hakari... Uh, you hear a voice uh, now off to your left as you just pass uh, out the gates um, uh, lit by a torch uh, on the stone wall um, and and they sort of open up their coat a little bit as they approach you. Oh, do you want a wand? I've got a very cheap wand. Could I trouble you to take a look? Uh, I, I think I'm good on wands. Sir? Do I recognize this guy? Is this the guy that sold me the charity's gesticles? No. Nothing. It's a different. Yeah. It's a different yeah, guy. A different but guy. Burbage <laughs> is having a, a different creepy vendor hanging out on the periphery of Cliff. Burbage is having a flashback to, uh, to 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 the the judgment of uh, having accepted a, a a magical item from a random creepy man in this town, and uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna look at this guy and be like, "What are you doing out here? Why are you trying to sell wands with a creepy voice?" To random passers-by. Creepy voice. I'm just being me. Oh, that's your real voice. That's my real voice. Would you like one? See? And then over here? Do I see wands? Uh, you don't. You see pockets on the inside for wands. Um, but you don't actually see any sticking out. I think you might be sold out, mister. Oh, they're invisible. Invisible wands. Come here, I'll show you. Alright, I'm not gonna fall for this again, okay? I've fallen for the old invisible wand routine multiple times in my life, and I have told myself I would not fall for it again. Have you spent much time in Fidero? Well, God damn it, I knew it. Sorry to bother you. He'll start to turn around and just walk away. Now wait, one question for you. Yes, would you like a wand? There really no, is. I, I already told you I'm not going to fall for that. Fair, fair, sorry. Yes. What, what's your name? Oh, that, that's not nothing. Just call me wand maker. Wand maker. Okay. Do you have any knowledge or information that might be useful to me that you would give to me for free? Who the fuck are you? That would be hey! useful to you. <laughs> Do you not know who I am? I don't know who you are from. From Steve. My name is Best Camp. D O. Cool story. That I will tell my it. children it tonight, so they'll go to sleep brushing their teeth. Insight check. Does this guy have kids? Don't need to insight. You're pr- you're pretty sure he doesn't. Hikari's just watching all of this, like laughing and just like wide-eyed. Would you roll sixteen? Uh, he's hard to read, but uh, yeah, you think you think he doesn't have kids? He's just me. You know what I think, Wandmaker? What's that, Burbage Camp Diodai? Whatever your name is. I think you don't have kids. I think you're just making fun of me. Cool. Okay, well, I will see you later. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I wave as he leaves, like, enthusiastically. As he, as he Hello, leaves. miss. Uh, does your friend want to buy a wand? I got several. Come over here, miss. She said no, no, eh. No. Uh, sorry. You know could what, you, Could you spare 15 gold? No, leave. Leave us alone. Fine. I only need 20. 15 
gold? Who I only need you? 25 gold. Well, well, wait, no, just hold on. Before you leave, are you are you from Cliff Mill? Oh, I'm part of the caravan that is parked outside of Cliff Do Mill. You, Mayor you, doesn't let us in. You're parked as, oh, all right, the caravan. What, what, what caravan is that? All these lights on the northern side, the north, northwestern side of the city walls. What's our understanding of what this caravan is? People uh, have been I mean, traveling to Cliff Mill to see the spire and shit. Right, yeah, it's a giant sort of shanty town market that has arisen for to, to handle all the travelers to to Cliff Mill. Wandmaker, do you, do, do you know what's going on in the world? Do you know anything? I know many things going on in the world. Yes, but do you know about like like like, like, like the big threats, the fire army and Behelet and oh, the end of the world? That. I need thirty gold and I can handle the fire army. All right, well you <laughs> really. 35 and I can handle Bellet. Okay, you, it inside check. <laughs> 16. What's up with 16? You've rolled yeah. three times inside and gotten 16 each time. Weird. You cannot possibly see how 30 gold will defeat a fire <laughs> army or 35 would defeat the god. Look, uh, all right. I, you know what? I, I I I don't want this interaction to go on any longer than it has to. I'm just I just I, I, I the last thing I want to do is to have it end with you walking away thinking I'm some kind of a jerk, okay? I'm not, all right? I'm just out here with my friend. We're looking for a spear. I care. I care about you. I spear. care about the caravan. Uh, yes. This what? A, is this a, a lovely... Uh, what kind of spear are you looking for? I could help you find it. Have you seen a spear? No. Is it that way, the way you're going? We think so. I'll I give don't know. You, I'll give you two gold if you tell me the truth. No, that's... We don't know. We just told you the truth. So, yeah, go ahead. Give us two gold. I only need I need fifty gold, and then I can come back with, to you tomorrow with a hundred gold. Nope. Well, all right. How much gold do you have right now? I have fifteen silver, almost okay, two gold. So, all right. Okay. Well, keep your money. We're gonna go do our thing, and just you know, I just there's gonna be Wandmaker. There's some big shit. It's gonna go on here in a little over two weeks. All right. So just you know, I don't know what your deal is. I don't know if you're like good guy or a bad guy or some kind of weird in between but like i just want you to know that everything is in grave danger and i don't know what's gonna happen all right and if this weird fucking cursed but also kind of blessed safe haven of a town ends up being sort of a scene of a great climax in a little over two weeks time i just and if you are here at that time and something in some way reveals itself as an opportunity for you to to, to contribute. To get, to get 55 gold, yes. No, won't make that. To contribute, to think outside of the bounds of your, your monetary avarice and greed for once in your life, as you're surrounded by chaos and battle and warfare and devastation, to look up into the sky and see hope for yourself hope for others, and an opportunity to help, to contribute to the great fight for this land. For yeah! To triumph over evil. Yeah! Like my friend says. So I'm just, that's what I want to leave you with is like a little pep talk to just maybe stop considering other options other than the, the wand thing, the invisible wand scam. Right? Because things are, shit's going down! There's a dragon! Heading our way! It could kill you. Do you want to just die being a person who lies about wands and children? 
Give me a persuasion roll with advantage, please. Dang it, I was hoping to chase him off with my sword. That's <laughs> a 16. What is happening? <laughs> is roll 20 broken? kind of feel what? like it is. What the fuck? You've you know been what? rolling different attributes, too. I was going to say, this is, a, this is a totally different mod. Can we <laughs> I would... assume that, 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 that roll 20 for me is operating on a 16 system, and I've just been rolling crit hits this whole time? Yeah, we can totally yeah. do that. Um... Uh, okay, sixteen. Um, he he kind of he pauses and he doesn't quite answer you. You could see his, his the wheels turning in his head. Oh, I don't want to die from a dragon. Oh, um, what what uh, what do we do? Look, we should leave. You said you've you said you that you've spent some time in Federa, right? That's where you learned the the invisible wand scam. I did, yeah, from Finny. What? <laughs> What? From, I, I shouldn't have said his name. Sorry. Okay. Is that a name Burbage knows? Philly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely into the thieves guild. In Federo, used to, he used to be your guy for exotic meats. Oddly enough. Interesting. All right. Okay. Well, that's weird. A small world. Um. All right. When you were in Federo, did you ever see a play called Home Alone? No. I saw. Uh, the the, uh, the tragic tragic events of of uh, sage and paprika a few times. Right, that that one's good too. That has some traps in it, right? Oh yes, the musical number slaps. Sure. Well, it's a lot like that, right? You should be setting a lot of traps in the woods outside of Cliffville. I think setting the dragon's going to walk through the woods. Let's do well, it. there's an army with it. Fucking a. Okay, so there's an army and a dragon coming here for some reason in the middle of nowhere with a cool spire of ice. Okay, sure. Um, I am gonna go. No, now. but Back no, don't. To but don't my leave. My kids. Listen, right? You don't have kids. Listen, to be fair. Right, I want to be very clear. Yes. This is the safest place for you to be in the coming days. All right. And if you just set up like a little, like I don't know if you know anything about traps, but like if you like take a couple of sticks. And like a piece of like wire, and you find okay. like a spot where it seems like well, oh, this spot looks like a spot where like where like an evil person might walk through sometime. Okay. You could put a couple sticks in the ground, put a wire down, connect that wire over like around like a thing, like a like a branch, and then maybe like it lead, maybe it connects to like a bucket that you hang in the in the trees oh, in the tree like a, like yes like a bucket full of water or something right maybe because there might be it fire would, elements. it would swing down and yeah. it would hit the first one and then the second one would dodge that one and then the third one would hit him so you did see him alone oh no oh well, i just came up with that isn't that amazing oh, well, uh, that, was in a, that was in a play yeah well, i'm brilliant i am <laughs> well I think this has been a successful interaction, Wandmaker. Sure. <laughs> Definitely. See you around. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Demp of the POP. What? <laughs> I'm down with the OPP. Uh, goodbye. All right, just goodbye. Bye. Uh, and Charity, Clem, and uh, Stormbringer. Um, as you're uh, discussing with Pelototh a little bit, kind of wondering what shit Burbage and Kari are getting into, uh, there is a, a knock at the door, very low on the door. Uh, and I think we'll take a break right there. 
um, and come back to that scene after uh, we manage our fluids, all kinds of fluids, in and I'm, out, everything. I am going to say every time you said want anyone send wand maker, I just started hearing uh, matchmaker, matchmaker in my head. <laughs> make a wand maker, make a heal wand. <laughs> Lovely. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll be right back, everyone. Hang in there. Hang in there. We'll be right back, everybody. See you. Hey, hey. How's everyone doing? We're doing good. Good. G-O-O-O-O-O-O-D. <laughs> Still got a little food in my mouth. Stalling while I talk. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yummy. Okay. And um, we've managed our fluids and we're back. So, while Hikari and Burbage uh, have gone off in search of a spear that everyone else knows is way too heavy for them to carry, uh, Burbage and Hikari have been mostly drunk this evening and <laughs> are I was like, hard Burbage time. was there? He was there, certainly. <laughs> <laughs> but, but was Adam listening? <laughs> Um, exactly the same for Kari. <laughs> well, the two of them. The spear point is bigger than the two of them put together. Yeah. Well, the two of them uh, are at the uh, whims of their players. Uh, the rest of you uh, hear a knock on the door, uh, and Pelotov very kind of very quickly looks uh, at each of you, and he's he's a, a little hesitant about whatever this. What would you like to do? Try to sort of look at it. Um, this is your house. Of course, yeah. Um, I was just uh, thinking Stormbringer would drag him in, but I'll get it. I'll get the door. Uh, she opens the door. Oh, Missy, hi. Uh, how is it going? Uh, and she says, at least not so bad. Uh, listen, uh, several of the folks here t- uh, said that you had, yeah, you, you brought an old woman back from the first. He's just wondering where, you know, what's going on. Uh, sure, right. Uh, and she kind of looks back at the rest of you. You know what? Can we can we catch up in the morning? I don't think even the family here is is quite sure what's happening. Ah, it's fine. Ah, uh, listen. Uh, I'll I'll just put a couple guards out here if you don't mind. Uh, just to kind of watch over the place, make sure no one's going to eavesdrop on you or something. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, have a good night. How do we know the guards ain't going to eavesdrop? Ah, uh, good point. Good point. And she looks at the guards. I, I don't listen in on anything that's happening in there just sort of guard the place cool and i'm gonna look at the guards and i'm gonna point to randolph and i'm gonna say randolph will know if he eavesdrop what the fuck's a randolph and i just point at randolph oh my god randolph will know i love him isn't he great he's so cute (laughs) yeah he'll know you don't want to disappoint him he doesn't like he doesn't like to be touched don't like to be touched yeah Uh, i get that he was just born today, so he's still oh, kind of figuring out his body. That's weird. Yeah. If he wants to be pet, bring him to Clifford. I definitely will remember to do that. Okay. Uh, but you don't want to disappoint him, so don't eavesdrop. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Never. Uh, and and Missy, uh, is there anything else that you need? Any anything that like we could do for you? Uh, you will let me know what's going on, please. It seems like this town is. Having a lot of eyes on it, if you know what I mean. Yes, I think that uh, we should plan to speak in the morning. As in, we'll probably need a chunk of your time. I know you're very busy, but... Sure, that's fine. Okay, uh, well, good night uh, to each of you. Hope that old lady uh, feels better. Uh, yes. Aideen, sure, thanks. That, we appreciate that. And shuts the door. So what is going on? What's happening here? She looks to all of you. Pelototh even as well. Okay, so resuming uh, 
where I was before realizing that Burbage and Hikari were now probably setting fire to the outskirts of the town. Um, another question for you, Peladon. My flames, the silver ones, Israktavir seemed to think that they were divinely sourced. To tell you the truth, I don't mess around with the divine that much. I couldn't tell you. But I do trust Israk in those matters. If, hypothetically, a clone were to have been made of me, would those abilities, say, persist? Sure, thank God that's not happened. They probably would. <laughs> yeah, thank God. About that, though. Uh, uh, did you did you learn these silver flames, or were they innate and born? Okay, so questions about my past are a little rough. Um, but Andy, above the table, from what sure. I remember, when when he was Calorin, he did not exhibit yeah. silver flames. No, yeah, it was yeah. It was it's it kind of after only I lost after you lost the favor of Behalid. Did you? But but you do at the same time think that they might have just been innate then? Um, yeah, because they just point. they yeah. just occurred at that they point. So. Appeared. Um, so Awakened, will, probably. Yeah, Charity will sort of... My memory is somewhat patchy, but so from what I know, I've always had magical abilities, but the flames at the time weren't silver, but also I wasn't able to heal people. It was really more just the burning them to death things. Uh, and then I worked for Behelet for a while, uh, and then when I stopped working for Behelet, that's when the silver flames sort of appeared. Hmm. My command and control of them seems to be growing, but... Yes, uh, they seem innate, then. Uh, so any clone that was made of you would also have these. Cool, good, great, awesome. Um, Is oh, there also... a clone of you, Charity? There's a clone, isn't there? Yeah. Cut. <laughs> so, <sighs> while, we're, while we're on the bad news, do you want to bet uh, who controls that clone? Who? Oh, come on, Palatoth. You know the way my life goes. I don't want to say it. I know, but you know it's true. Oh, also, just to try to prevent the uh, listening in, uh, sort of telepathically to the outside, Charity will uh, speak to Clue. Hey, Clue, could you just sort of invisibly, I don't know, breathe towards the guards every so often? Keep them on their toes? Uh, you kind of get a sort of a f affirmation feeling back from Clue. Thank you. An affirmational whinny. <laughs> and then uh, within a couple seconds, you hear, Oh, what the fuck was that? Uh, so... That's probably going on in Federo right now, is I would imagine forces of Behelet are attempting to acquire the flames and pop them in the charity clone. Uh, well, I don't know if you've heard yet. Uh, Federo is nearly a, 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 an spire itself. The whole city is wintry. It's keeping the forces at, at bay for the moment. But they've locked all their doors, they've shut up tight, no one in or out. It's a city under siege, but whatever is making it cold is keeping fire at bay. Charity's going to look at the ice fire. Son of a bitch. That's why he needed them. Ponway Elvor sent us to acquire flowers. That made things very cold. One of them ended up forming that. Oh. He also didn't mention that it was going to turn a pair of dragon turtles murderous. Oh. Interesting. But we had delivered one to him, hence murderous dragon turtles. Seems like you found another? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he also might be magically augmenting even one's output. 
There were other groups, right? There were other groups looking for the things for him. So maybe other groups got him them. Possible. Uh, well, Federo seems shut tight. Thank God you don't have to go there. Thank God. Little a break of luck in this tragic story, it seems. <laughs> yeah, I'm just so hashtag blessed. <laughs> Charity's just going to look up at Stormbringer. Why do you rub salt in the wound? So, Pelototh, guess where we're going next? Uh, Avery speaks up from the corner. Oh, shit, Fadaro. That's where you're going. <laughs> right in one, Avery. Okay. Right in one. Come on, Pelototh. I got that. <laughs> uh, Anyone Pelototh have any sort ideas? Of hangs his head low. <sighs> Dragons, fire elementals, gods. Who haven't you pissed off? I haven't really pissed off anybody. I'm just along for the ride. Also, like, I resent the implication that this is somehow, like, our fault. We've just also been along for the ride and trying to, like, deal with people who are, like, way big and scary trying to manipulate things and manipulate us and make us do things and make bad things happen. And we're just trying to, like, fucking survive, man. Yeah, that was pretty victim-blaming. Yeah, what the fuck? I apologize. I think the Goliaths like us. Charity's just actually been seriously thinking about, is there anyone we haven't pissed off? Uh, yeah, my head. The effects from the dragon spear are still uh, can lingering. You, can you use that dragon spear? Uh, that one is a fire one. I cannot touch it. <laughs> the, the, my order, the, the head of my order, has one of his own that I could use. Just going to say we might need one. <sighs> okay, so... Avery, Pelototh, lots of life experience and lots of life experience breaking into things. Any thoughts on how to get into Federo? Oh, Federo. Hey, hey I uh, have a thought. Remember uh, that time? The, the chest? The chest? Remember that? I don't remember where that chest ended up. And the glowing lights? Then it was definitely the, that was in Federo. Oh, fuck me running. The pocket dimension chest? Yeah, it, it, it was into... We were pretty sure, like, a dimension in Federo because of things they were referencing. Where's this, where's this chest, then, that you're talking about? Man, I don't fucking know, but my notes might know. Uh, the, the city we got arrested in. Amand. Oh, I thought that was an in, no, like, I thought that was a die in the game of games, where I'm like, and Charity yeah, is about to deck a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, uh, the, uh, Almond? Pistachio? Um... They were really snooty. Galur? No, no, not the person. He was just an asshole. That was the city where, remember, they, they weren't sure, like, they kept making comments about you wouldn't be able to read when they checked us going in. Oh, you, you're talking about Mount Yeah, yeah, that was the one where they arrested us. That place sucks. Yes. Okay, so, what's your plan? <laughs> you want to get a chest from our bond and pop up in a, another dimension? Oh, uh, not well, particularly. That was just, I think, that... Sure, uh, there... Uh, you've, I've also been hearing uh, about Federo closing down, but there's a... Um, well, oddly enough, there's someone who is uh, ferrying people in and out. Um, the name is Burbage Kemp. Oh. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but perhaps they could get you in. <laughs> What? I mean, this kind of makes uh, sense, not, right? Right, I've not seen. I, I suppose it was not my brother's. I, uh, he, he's getting a bit of a name for himself, and so I thought. Yeah, like he tells everybody he his name. 
Burbage. Someone's this is just stole his name. Right. You know. He declared it Burbage Kemp Day. <laughs> I've heard of such things. <laughs> so is that the plan? What are you thinking? Clem. Can I ask a question? I'm worried what your question is. It's nothing offensive, I promise. Fair. Uh it's mainly that I'm kinda new here. And I really don't have any idea what the fuck is going on. I helped to kill the other demigod, and now I agreed to help with this other god, because, you know, I have to do something anyway. That's beside the point. Why are we going to Federo again? You guys have a lot of, you have a lot of irons and a lot of fires in a lot of places. <laughs> and I don't really remember the reasoning behind why we're going where we're going the or best, what we're doing, so... The best leads we have for where the Hellfire is located is in Federo. We need the Hellfire to both free our brother Vimeris and also kill a god incursioning into the world. So, right. kind of a two-for-one deal. Sure, that makes sense. Also, Burbage has just like a shit ton probably of unresolved trauma in the streets there. I'm not sure. I... I'm sure there's a compelling character reason for everyone. <laughs> Akari has a, a, a necklace probably there. Yeah. Have I, I ever been I there? I don't know if we knew that the necklace was there. Uh, I, I think, yeah, at the very beginning of season two, Hikari's like, yeah, I'll go along with you because, you know, I have shit in Federo I need to do again. So like okay. right when they joined. <laughs> That's, so that explains why I'm like, huh? That's a long time ago. Have I ever been there? No, you've never been. Okay. You heard, like, uh, you know, uh, Golnia traded with Federa, of course, but... Right, but that's, that, that part of the world was not my area. Charity's going to sort of say... So, in my memories, as they've been coming back, did Charity spend most of his life in Federo then? Like, uh, you were there when you were young, uh, and then you made your way back there, uh, kind of halfway through your tenure um, in in uh, the light. Okay. Uh, Charity's like... There even may be some remnants of my family there. Yay! Fun for everyone. I don't actually really know if any of them are alive. So is it, like, far? Federa is quite far. I could give you a lift, though I also have other things I need to attend. Additional question, Andy. One of the teleportation yeah. circles that I got was for Federa, wasn't it? The Temple of Rin, yeah, I believe. So, <clears throat> there's kind of a... <clears throat> you know how there's, like, good religion and and like religiosity and then there's bad religion and religiosity and you yes. know how there's like really really bad rich people imagine you take those two concepts and smash them together that's sort of the temple of rin in Federo. i can teleport us into it there's at least useful. one person there who's directly responsible for the fire blight and wants us dead Oh, that seems less useful. To be fair, I don't know if he's, like, standing there staring at the teleportation circle, and if he is, I would look forward to the chance to rip his head off. Um, you just stole a silver dagger from me. <laughs> yes. What? When? Isn't that, like, episode one? one. <laughs> that was one. She, this is, this literally occurred before Charity knew it. She was like, wait, what, when? Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't let me bring my dagger in, and I left it with them, and they didn't let me, they didn't, they didn't have it for me when I came back, either. They're bad. Um, they're bad people. For that Plus, reason alone. They're specifically scared of silver daggers. I don't know what that is. Uh, at, at, at this, uh, Pelototh uh, drops to the to her knees uh, and kind of holds onto the side of the table. I, I, I do need a bit of rest. Um, feel free to continue the conversation. I can always help transport you if you need. Um, I think tonight I need to sleep. 
I think you summoning as many dragon allies as you can uh, would be the most useful thing for next steps. But uh, perhaps, Pelototh, are you... <clears throat> How comfortable are you with the leadership of the town knowing who you are? I will not be here long. They can know, that's fine. So perhaps if you would be able to be there tomorrow morning when we meet with Missy, the mayor, sure. so that everyone is on the same page for defending this place? Sure, yes. All right, you can go use one of our rooms at the inn, probably. Fair, yes. Uh, would someone mind helping me there? Avery kind of raises his one arm. You can, uh, I guess you could lean on me, I suppose. Wouldn't mind it. Uh, um, Charity will also uh, telepathically reach out. Clue, accompany them if you would. Excellent. You hear outside another, There it is again! And, Oh uh, yeah, this is this is not going to get old quick at all. Uh, and and Pelototh then kind of weakly stumbles to the door a bit, uh, and, and Pelototh makes himself visible for... Um, Pelototh and Avery to kind of see them and get on and work, uh, work their way toward the tavern. Hey, Charity, I have a question. Was it not for, was it for one of them? Because no, if so, we need you. to get, oh, okay. Because then we need to get Cleveland. To I'm telling you that. Okay. Okay. It's been a long day. Do you realize that we um, woke up in Gaholnia? Man, that place oh, sucks. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh, anyway, um... You know how you said Roburn was alive and somebody with Roburn was trying to talk to you? And I understand that me finding Roburn is probably not as important as us getting the Hellfire. But do you think we could swing by where Roburn is as we're teleporting to Fidero? Like, just, like, teleport a little bit, zoop, to the side, and then zoop to Fidero? That's not how my particular type of teleporting works i sort of have to go to set locations um but and correct me if i'm wrong on this andy i think they were going to be heading to Federo anyway they seemed to be an adventuring group much like ours so they were going to find their own way into the city and meet us there oh cool maybe fake burbage will help burbage Furbage. Furbage, yeah. fibbage fibbage is good <laughs> fibbage enough um, about you Jackbox. Okay, so so we'll teleport into the city, then to the temple. It seems like a very safe place to teleport into. No. And then we'll go find Robert and the Hellfire at the same time. Yes. Hopefully, yes. Okay. Also, uh, uh, a necklace that Hakari's been looking for for uh, three some millennia. Uh, and God willing, not run into any of my family. What do you think like all of the odds are like all of those things are in one place? Because last time we were in Federo, it was kind of like a fucking nightmare fest. Like and I don't doesn't sound like it's gotten better. Slim to none, probably. I, I, I would guess that at best we're gonna get two of the things in the same place. My hope is that the first of the things that we can run across would be Roburn and uh the uh rest of that group who might be willing to help us with sourcing some of the other things. And also remember, uh, Hakari could always reach out, ask or confirm stuff, or talk to any of these friends you want to bring here. Oh, to other people. I was like, to other people, yeah. I, she can't talk to them. They just talked into my mind. I, right, right, right. And they weren't great at the whole, you know, 25 words per sending. <laughs> they were they were trying to contact Hakari, they said, uh, and then weren't able to, and were kind of freaking out, and, um, and then contact you. Yeah. So okay. someone, at least in that group, probably Roburn, uh, knows at least what Hakari could That's That's right, because if Roburn's there, then they can reach out to more than one person. But but they also haven't tried to reach out to me again. 
and, Correct. And they'd said they were probably going to go dark for a little bit, right? Of like, okay, well, we've been using all the spell slots to do this. Now we're going to use the spell slots to try to get into town. Yeah. Bye. Hikari and Burbage. Uh, it's quite dark in these woods. Um, neither of Hikari has dark vision, so Hikari you can see fairly well. Um, because it, it's the moonlight is is casting just about a uh, just about a dim light on the area. Um, you uh, see the place where this spear is is laid pretty easily. It's still kind of glowing, a soft reddish glow though that seems to be dissipating. And it's as large as a tree as well. Um, and the wind picks up uh, quite a lot out here. Oh yeah, uh, this is too big for us probably. I mean, unless you want to try, we are all the way out here, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it might be too big for us. So. Just get windy and creepy out here. Yeah, um. Not that I'm like scared or anything. Like, no, I'm not scared, scared either. Well, well, yeah, well, I mean, be scared of. What would there be to be scared of? You know, that would be so stupid. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I say we go back. Yeah. No. Right. And will you hold me? Yes. Yes. <clears throat> a giant, yeah. a, a giant, uh, low thumbing sounds throughout the tree, echoing off several of the larger. A giant. What happened? Thrumming. A thrumming. A thrumming. <laughs> The wind picks up even a little bit more. Um, I you start hate, going faster. You hear just a little bit of a... <laughs> some sort of light flashing 30, 40 yards from you deeper in the forest. Akari, Akari, do you have dash? Do you have dash? Uh, no. Oh, shit. How about expeditious retreat? Expeditious do I... retreat! Do you have expeditious retreat? I can... Wait, dash, do you mean like... Right... <laughs> I'm trying to ask one question. Giant footfalls <laughs> seem to be coming in your direction. Take your hand off the thing. Okay. <laughs> um, do you mean just like regular dashing? <laughs> I, I don't know, Darcy. So I say that we both start to dash. I mean, I'm, I'm carrying you, right? Yeah, you're carrying uh-huh. me. Uh, so wait, we hear footfalls. Like, how many feet? Give me a nature check. See if you can tell. It's whatever it is, it's massive. Oh, no. it's an 18, not a 16. Ironically, though, by rolling a 16 on the die. Oh, shut <laughs> up, golly. I don't want to know that. Uh, you're, yeah, uh, you're sort of you're pausing for just a moment, trying to figure out what is happening. It's even hard to tell the exact location of where the sound is coming from, since it's almost echoing over everything. But you count four giant footfalls, four-legged animals. Or something walking on. Uh, hmm. I say we go hide. <laughs> How run far? as fast away as we can and just kind of hide. How close? <laughs> I run away as fast as I can and hide. Toward the, the toward the town. Can we get within range to do message can trip? It's 120 feet. How? Where Let's are try. we? Where are we? Like close to the gate, Andy? Not quite. You're about 10 minutes walk from the gate. So that's longer than certain. Well, it's over 200 feet. It's maybe over 250 feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> correct. Those are correct statements. Well over. Yeah, as you say, you could have kept going on that pace for a while, and you still yeah. would have been getting a yep. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, You're about 200 rounds. <laughs> we should hide. 
we should use my expert stealth. And whatever it is, I'm not going to pull its tail. Okay. So I find whatever's there. Another footfall, and you hear a... Uh, and I need you both, if you're hiding, to roll stealth. I hate it. Is this... Is this fucking... Ragnar? I thought he was leading an army. I think we would be significantly more fucked if it was Ragnar, but who knows? That's why I'm scared. Okay, uh, I'm gonna do expert stuff. Oh, no. What are we rolling? I got a 25. Um, can I use inspiration to re-roll? Of course, yeah. Okay. If you have it. Yeah, that's why I asked. (laughs) Hmm. I mean... So the 13 is the better of the two. 13 is the better. Uh, the wind picks up uh, a little bit more. Um, weird, d- just flashes of brilliant white light uh, just kind of bounce off of the trees, uh, almost like uh, almost like a weird lightning uh, storm has just immediately uh, entered this area. And you hear that. Um, Hakari, you get you just get the sense this thing is getting closer to you. You ventured just a look behind the tree and this time lightning uh, streaks uh, sideways from tree to tree almost splintering the wood when it hits and as that lightning lit up the face of a gigantic blue dragon I need you to roll um, a wisdom saving um, to see if you'll be afraid of this thing does she have any effects against uh, fear? I don't think so. I, think I don't, I don't know that. I didn't know that she does. I was just thinking. Yeah, like, yeah. Fear is one of the ones like I think halflings end up with it a lot of the time. Yeah. A 15. You've seen several dragons in your life. Uh, you've stared down Pelotov a bit, a bit afraid when he was at his angriest, but you kept it together. This is something beyond the, the, the sheer size and weight of this thing. The the malice you saw in just that instantaneous flash of light. You are terrified. Great. You cannot make yourself move toward it. Um, You're going to have disadvantage on rolls um, while he's in your sight, while he's near you. Um, Yeah. Oh, Hakari, what have you done this time? And you hear a voice. What are you? I smell you. I Smell your blood. Demon blood you have. Tell me what transpired here tonight. And something terrifying. You didn't even know how silently this thing was moving. Its head appears just a few tree over from you, silhouetted then by some of the moonlight bouncing off the water. You think he's talking to you, Hakari? Uh, yeah. Um, am I too scared to talk? No. Where am I hiding? Like amongst trees or rocks or what right uh there there is a, right. a there's a large tree uh and then several kind of bushes kind of smashed up against it and you are hiding kind of in the crux between all of them. uh yeah i'm a half demon half bush dragon sir ah shit give me a <laughs> give me a deception check this is exactly <laughs> the kind of role that you crit on so I'm worried. I, I know. I like how the absurdity occurs. And you're just like, fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to roll one. What do I need to roll? Deception. Ugh. 
he. <laughs> was helped here tonight. By whom was it the town? Did they help that white fang? Okay, so metagame, do I know anything about this dragon and whether he would be mad or not? Whether we helped the dragon or not? Uh, whether Pelototh would be mad? No, whether this guy would be, or this person, this dragon. Yeah, would this uh, dragon be mad that we helped yeah. Pelototh? Um, you are really wary of this because you you know Pelototh was hurt by another dragon. Yeah, but oh, I wouldn't know which one they said. Right, he said Rainer. Yeah. Weird. But I knew that was a red dragon. Right, but you're not exactly sure what side this dragon is on. If there are dragons fighting dragons. I'm gonna roll insight. Okay. Uh, does fear mean you have disadvantage on ability checks? I'm assuming. Yes, it's ability checks and attack rolls, but not saving. Fair. I'll double check. So I'm sorry. I wrote insight. So I have disadvantage? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Not that. Oh, Son geez. of a bitch. <laughs> uh, 15 is still decent uh, with disadvantage. Uh, just wasn't the crit. <laughs> uh, with a 15, oof. Uh, you're you're having a hard time reading this person, you because maybe it's because of your fear. You can't help but to think uh, this thing is evil. It's it's horrible. No matter what you tell it, uh, he's going to be uh, horribly upset. Uh, especially, yeah, it just feels like he's not here to help to you. But but also you know that that also might be your fear talking. So you're not sure. That's seriously what a fifteen is. Is I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it was more than that, but yeah. Was it? I think we should pull the audience. <laughs> you have a feeling and you're not sure. That's, yeah. Press one if you think that Hikari should get more information. <laughs> Press two if you think that Andy should uh, do a better job at giving Hikari more information. <laughs> <sighs> okay, um, I'm going to tell him the truth. That you, that, what is the truth in your eyes? That a group of, actually myself and my companion and some other people, some people from the town and stuff, uh, helped the, helped. <laughs> I don't want to go over all of it, so I'm just summarizing it. Sure. You. And now I die. Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. I need to go with my gut. It was wrong. Burbage right now. Is Burbage just like right next to Kari? Yeah, Burbage, yeah, you're going to need one too. He didn't find his own little hiding spot? Yep, he did. <laughs> I like those strength save numbers much better. 21 dicks. I'm really pissed at Kari for running into the woods, but I couldn't stop her. <laughs> uh, you hear then. <sighs> Mistake. <laughs> and he just releases a giant bolt of electricity that streaks uh, all around you throughout uh, these woods. Um, Hikari, you take 58 lightning damage. Um, Burbage, you take half? Well, with my evasion, I take none. Then as you sort of see him just about to breathe, his, his mouth opens and just sparks of white energy uh, form as he rears back. Uh, uh, you immediately dive almost underneath the roots of this tree, uh, barely able to 
to react and, and be unscathed in this massive attack. That is enough to alert everyone in town that something horrible just happened in the woods outside of town. Um, Hakari Burbage, let's start with an, uh, what would you like to do? We haven't rested. Um, I have rested. I don't have any fucking spells. Okay, sorry. You've all, uh, you've all short rested. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I used a lot of spells. That's how I got hit points. Yeah, but the the long rest yet has not yet occurred. So I hid under some roots of a tree or something, you said? Yeah. The tree is probably no longer there. The, the, yeah, you hear a smashing down of a couple trees in the area. Uh, sparks of embers from these trees that have, that have almost been incinerated in places uh, kind of float through the air, lighting up uh, this grim scene around. Um, Burbage has been thinking this whole time. Well, last time we tried talking to a dragon and it worked. Maybe Akari's got this. Maybe Akari's got this. Maybe Akari's... Oh, shit. Akari hasn't got this. I think we're fighting the dragon. I think we're fighting the fucking dragon. All right. Burbage is in fight mode. And Akari? Um... Sorry, you just took a bite. My bad. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> you were so excited to fight Pelototh. Uh, but I'm mad at Hikari right now. Because you <laughs> didn't remember that the thing was too big. It wasn't Darcy, it was Hikari. Um, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, Burbage, what did you do? You just got, like, really pumped up? It was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't see Burbage. But... From under the roots of a, of a tree. So oh. It's yeah. go time! That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I get up and, like, I don't know. Yeah! Woo! Well, I don't get up, like, wait, if I get up, he's gonna take another shot at me, right? I mean, uh, first of all, maybe this will help. Uh, roll another wisdom saving throw. Thank you. And this can help to determine what exactly your mental state is. Are you just having Burbage not roll any wisdom saves? You haven't actually seen this thing yet. Oh, really. Okay. You've just seen the effects of it. All right. Hey, 21. 21. Uh, Hikari, something about the lightning uh, jolting through your body sobered you up a bit? Actually kind of reminded you through the pain who you are. You're no longer scared of this thing. You can do what you want. Now, whether that is... Also, this thing just hurts you real fucking bad. Real bad. Now, whether that is talk, fight, it's up to you. Um, can I do Hellish Rebuke? Oh, oh I have to do that right after. I, I It is right after. Oh. You can do that if you'd like. Okay, yeah. Okay. Do, is this... Okay, I mean, is this a fucking ancient dragon? Are we... Are we do you want to peer know? around the corner? Look at out from the roots? God damn it. I should be able to tell from the feet fall. The foot falls. Uh, not quite with a <laughs> would you roll in nature. Wasn't that great? 18. 18. All right. Uh, so, yeah. So uh, uh, you just, you stand back up, Hakari. You kind of point your finger. Uh, a small flame flickers uh, from your finger, just like poofs in and out of existence. And then the sort of face of this creature lights up uh, in your, your red flame. Um, and goes out very quickly. He's smoking, and he sort of shakes his head a bit, and smiles. Mistake number two. Charity, Stormbringer, Clem, you heard a a ridiculous sound. Uh, The crack of gigantic thunder coming uh, from a light show that just lit up the whole town, um, seemingly coming from the woods. Uh, because you mostly saw it through the window, kind of on the, the that east side of the house. 
What would you all like to do? Cherry's gonna, like, probably stand up quickly enough to, like, flip the table. <laughs> or, like, at least jar it backwards. Sure. Uh, Aideen is already rushing toward a bow. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, Walls, Avery, I'm pretty sure Burbage just Burbaged. <laughs> Fuck! I'm gonna start just bucking at Burbage. And in, and in my I mind also... I is 40, just, like, as a reminder. I'm faster than the average fast person. Fair clue! Than the average fast person. Uh, so I'm trying to. I'm you connect with summoning clue. clue to me as quickly as he can get to me. Immediate. Good. 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 Clap. And yeah, I'll run out and follow, and I'll make sure Randolph is following behind. Uh, slight like note, Clem. Yes. Yeah. Slight note, Clem. Just to make sure this has nothing to do with the story that we're about to in- in- embark on. What have you done with the box? With the where's that? But can I carry it? Like, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I can, it would just be in one of my packs. Okay. Uh, okay. So you've stuffed it kind of yeah in the, one of your giant packs on your back. Mm-hmm. One of my many many packs. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Yeah, I was basically it was like, well, you know, I'll mention it at some point, but there seemed like there were more pressing matters, so it's not. Oh really yeah, worth yeah. It. No, you're good. You're totally good. I just wanted to. I didn't know if you left it. Yeah. No. no or no, are no. going to leave it inside the house or something? Yeah. No, no. I think that she wants to keep it very close to her because she's not stupid you know like sure. she knows that there's something crazy about it they wanted her to work on it and also that it fucking talked to her so yeah Andy yes do, Burbage doesn't think this dragon knows he's here right you're not sure but probably not right yeah you haven't seen it you feel really well hidden you completely dodged uh, the blast yeah I want to like I want to like do a like surprise attack or something uh, yeah, if you if you kind of crawl out from from under the roots uh, and look that way, the dragon. I need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna brace myself, but I want to. I want to. Uh, so, yeah, wisdom save. Yes. Twenty. Twenty is just enough. Well done. Ooh. Um, you you steal uh, yourself. You you. Burbage, you, you think back to the wolves, the first time those wolves came after you, and you were so scared, and Avery was near you, and he just told you to breathe, and you just took a few, just a few breaths, and then opened your eyes and stared those wolves in the goddamn face. And that's what you have to do in this moment. You take a breath, and you see a target. This thing is not looking at you. It does not know you're here. How far is it from me? Uh, It's about... 40 feet from Hikari, and Hikari's about 20 feet from you, so about 60. 60 feet, huh? Can I sneak closer to it? You can try, yeah. Give me a sneak. Give me a stealth roll. Um, I'm going to use my uh, my supreme snake. You're going to use supreme snake. Well, I don't know if I technically can. If I move no more than half my speed on the same turn, I'm trying. I'm trying to move more than half my speed. But forget I said that. But you can also dash, I guess. Well, twenty-nine stealth. Pretty good. All right. Um. Yeah. So with a twenty-nine, I'm getting. Up, I'm getting up close. I'm. I'm used to sneaking up on the wolves to to pull their tails. How far are you going? Yeah. I'm going just enough to be within thirty feet of this dragon. Uh. Can you? Do you have thirty feet movement? Yeah, it's my speed. Good. Okay, and just making sure halflings usually have 12, 25. Um, but I think they usually I'm, have twelve. Twelve. They take leisurely walks. Uh, all right. You uh, as as Hikari is completely focused on this thing, and you see uh, Hikari sort of snap their fingers, 
uh, and 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 that the face lights up in fire, and now it's smoking a bit. Um, you can now see pretty well in this area, as just these red glowing embers are everywhere, um, lighting up uh, this whole area. Uh, however, you don't think you, it sees you as you approach with it. All right, I want to attack it with my crossbows, dual crossbow attack, and I'm just gonna fucking go for it, because why not? Okay. I'm loading one unknown magical bolt into one of my crossbows, and my second unknown magical bolt into the other crossbow. Let's do it. <gasps> That's an 11. That's uh, 20. 20. The attack is 20. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 the attack is 20. I was like, what? No, 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 no. Should I roll the offhand? Uh, just checking. Hold on. I mean, you you want to do that anyway, but okay. Um, uh, as you as you fire, uh, the bolt streaks through uh, with just this faint, almost purple line in its trail. Streaks through the trees. Um, you've completely taken it off guard, but as it hits the skin, it pff, ding, bounces, falls to the ground, and the dragon. His eyes immediately shoot over toward you. Did you like? How did you decide what the uh, <laughs> what the magical effect of this bolt was? Or did it, it not hit? It, it didn't, didn't even hit. Oh yeah, it didn't. It bounced off of his skin. Yeah, it it you found no purchase. Twenty yeah. doesn't beat its AC, or it doesn't meet its AC. All it's right. a dragon. You have a second bolt. I changed my mind. I don't want to fight the dragon. <laughs> That's how I feel. Good thing we saved our game then. I changed. I changed. I changed my mind. Can we load a previous save? I was gonna say, uh, unfortunately, D and D like Elden Ring does not have saves coming. Uh, offhand crossbow. Let's do it. Twenty nine. God, yeah, twenty nine will hit. <laughs> Luckily, but Jesus, my God. <laughs> I don't mean that. I don't mean that like close. That I mean that as if it one? didn't. <laughs> That's beyond us. All right. Well, can I? Well, I want this to be the best unknown magical effect. Okay. Ever. Uh, roll sneak attack too. Don't forget. <clears throat> Thirty-two. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love so the twenty. The twenty-nine attack did one piercing. <laughs> yes. One piercing, so thirty-three total. Um, all right. Uh, as Plus whatever you, magical effect. Yeah, as as uh, the bolt this time uh, streaks in, he's he's looking straight at you. Um, the first one just flung off his armor. He doesn't even care. He doesn't try to dodge. He just is gonna, you know, uh, it's gonna ricochet again. That's what he thinks. Uh, and this time it it streaks and, and it finds purchase right between uh, a couple of scales. Uh, and there's just a slight stinging sensation in his shoulder as he kind of looks down, and then uh, an explosion um, happens. Uh, scales immediately start to fly everywhere. One of them flings through the air and sticks straight into a tree right next to you. A giant I'm grabbing blue, that. I'll give it a scale. Okay. I'm grabbing that for Clem. Okay. Uh, and uh, I mean, his his shoulder, everything is still intact uh, as the smoke clears. But there is a large unscaled area uh, on this dragon. Um, effectively, you have lowered its AC at this point. That's what I call loosening the pickle jaw. Uh, all right, Charity, uh, Stormbringer. That's what that bolt does. Clem, Clem <laughs> you're riding on top of Stormbringer as uh, as they're you know in a full sprint. Uh, 
uh, running through the the streets here. People are also starting to kind of come out of their their houses, trying to figure out now Wrong what's going call. on. Wrong call. You start to hear the bells again uh, in the in the city, warning everyone. Um, uh, a guard starts to kind of run in the other direction, shouting, "Dragon! Another dragon!" Uh, and uh, Charity uh, Clue uh, hops uh, into existence right in front of you, uh, and with one quick motion, you are immediately mounting. Uh, I was gonna say, Clue. I just want to, because I have the psychic connection with him at this point. While running along, Charity essentially just, from Clem and Stormbringer's perspective, jumps. And Clue will just, like, phase in. Yes, immediately under you. And now you are galloping uh, just a little faster than Stormbringer, but not by much, even. Um, who wants to... Well, you two are faster to get... I'm gonna go make sure they're not dying. Time to fly, buddy. Um, at this right. point, Clue's speed is 90. Excellent. You leap into the air, uh, bounding up, 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 uh, um, 20, 40 feet uh, above the ground, easily able to clear the houses, the, the wall that uh, that has been set up, um, and you're making your way to the tree line. Um, now that you are over the wall, you see a large swath of trees that have, have toppled and are burning, um, and these sparks of embers are lighting up uh, the entire area. And you see once again uh, this crackle of energy kind of uh, quickly spinning off the back of a giant blue dragon. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, and Clem, do you have any? Yeah. Is it just um, Stormbringer and I together right now? Running through the streets, yeah. Okay, I am going to reach into my pack while I'm clinging, and I'm going to pull out two vials, and I'm going to hand one to Stormbringer while I run. And I'm just going to say, drink this, and I'm going to chug it as we get closer. Okay. Uh, it, it's one of my, uh, whatever the fuck it's called, experimental elixir. Mm -hmm. uh, so this one is the res resilience. It just increases your AC by one. So I already know you have a very high AC, but I figure, like, fuck it, the two of us are here. So, uh, so now my AC is a 15. Solid. I'll just check yeah, it while I'm running. Yeah, right. it's just it's just a quick thing, and it's for, it lasts for ten minutes. So I figured we would like do it once we get closer to the thing. But narratively, sure. at ten minutes, it doesn't matter in D and D yeah, rounds yeah. of combat. Yeah. Right, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, yeah, we each have an AC of plus one. All right, Stormbreaker, you're you're leaping over carts. You are you are running off the sides of houses. Um, Charity has taken to the air. Um, and all you can think of is there's uh, there's no more charges for Burbage in his sweater, which I think is true, right? I think we've used all of them. I don't know. I was confused by the way you wrote the item. It only had that one limited amount of charges. And okay. It doesn't recharge. Sorry, I keep accidentally putting spells in. You're good. <laughs> I'm trying to just click information. My fingers are too fat. <laughs> uh Incidentally, for chat, there is no like battle map or anything, so you're yes, not sorry, not seeing. No, 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 you're just yeah. not not seeing anything. I didn't want people to be like, "Can can we see what's happening?" Oh, uh, yeah. Also, theater. now that I've leveled up as well, my experimental elixirs are also restorative reagents, and so we get temporary hit points of two d six plus my intelligence modifier. Solid. So yeah, I don't think you have. I'll just roll it. Yet, so, yeah. Um, two d six. Wow. Wait, so we get seventeen temporary hit points, Lena. Damn. That's that was nice. Very helpful. Sure was. Hakari, uh, you've just kind of snapped again uh, your fingers. Um, 
the the dragon has now kind of leaned back down. You you saw the explosion uh, in its shoulder, and you you see that a large chunk of its scales uh, have flown off. What would you like to do? Okay, um, I can't click on stuff like to look That's at fine. it. So under, I'm sorry, I lost my. What you thinking of? Okay, under um, scorching ray. In mm-hmm. my second. Am I, like, close enough to do that? I'm oh, sorry. I didn't mean to roll it either. <laughs> there we go. See? It's, yeah. yeah. Are you close enough to do this? Yeah, yes, it's definitely. 120. Yeah. Um, so can I aim for, like, the, the like, part that isn't detected? Yeah, it, it, that's represented by lowering his AC. So you can just kind of aim for him. Okay. See if you hit. Um, yeah, so go ahead. Uh, uh, you can count that first one if you want, since I rolled it, but it's up to you. Twenty-four, then a twenty-two. Oh yeah, well, yeah, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Whichever one will hit, I guess. Uh, you roll it three times at level two, so one more. Oh, okay. Sorry, I've re- reopened my thing. <laughs> no worries, I can also do it. If you... Go ahead. And an eleven. Uh, the first two hit certainly, uh, doing a total of uh fourteen fire damage to it. Uh, one of them streaks in. Uh, and, and well, again, you probably wouldn't quite have hit that first time, uh, streaks in and hits this, uh, the, this uh, area of its shoulder that is, has been exposed. Um, and it, it rears back in, in pain, uh, 14 damage. Um, is Shield of Faith a bonus action? It's up on, I think it can't, is. Can't use this, uh, spell yeah. slot using spell as a bonus action. That's and then right. cast anything other than a cantrip. So... I can't use it as a bonus action ever. Uh, no, no, no. Yes. You could use it as a bonus action, but then you'd have to cantrip, and you've already used Scorching Ray. So now. Got it. Yeah. Thank you. But next turn, you could Shield of Faith and then, like, Sacred Flame it or something. Okay. Got it. Thank you. All right. So your Scorching Ray hits. Is that all you're doing? Can't I only do one thing? I mean, there's movement. Yeah, I will get far away from it. Combat. Can I get out of its, like, zone where it could do stuff? Uh, you think it's reach? Yeah, yeah. Is, is 10 to 15 feet because it's giant. Uh, so I'll run back. Yeah, you can run back about 30 feet if you want. Cool. I'll do that. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll say narratively, Charity, uh, you are sort of just cresting over uh, the trees. Uh, you see this this uh, scorched ray that you recognize coming from Makari uh, hit this, this creature. Um, and it looks like he's attempting uh, to regain his... A breath weapon. Um, narratively, since I was just flying in and I had a sense that this was a dragon. Yeah. Basically, last round. Yeah. Uh, so to speak, is it okay if I kind of got something ready since I wasn't using my movement? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, and as as it's kind of rearing back and starting to, to you know gain this uh, electrical energy in its mouth again, uh, that's exactly when Hakari hits it, uh, and and the he has to slam its his, his jaw shut from the pain. Uh, and the energy dissipates. He does not seem to have the breath left. Um, Charity, while flying, is going to uh, sort of turn. Seamus, one of the orange bottles, please. <laughs> you catch it in midair, yeah. Uh, I'm going to fly over it, uh, and as a free dropping it, uh, drop a vial Sure. Uh, down, um, and I'm going to have been about uh, 100-ish feet away. Uh, up, meaning. So, like, cruising in over, because it's sort of focused on this. And this, you'll see just a little, like, vial drop, and it drops 200 feet instantly. Uh, and you'll just hear, um, and from the air, 
live, encircle and kill. Um, and ten caltrops soaked in orange grung poison uh, will spring into life uh, and begin to uh, whirl around it, attacking. And the chair's gonna go, ethereal plane now, Clue. And then, just silently, you disappear from from view uh, as uh, as these things start whirling around, uh, attacking, attacking. And nice. <laughs> that's so much dice. <laughs> uh, it's not even loaded in yet. There we go. I don't think any of them hit, though. The highest I have are 19s. Oh, damn. All of these just are bouncing. You hear them clink, 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 clink. Well, unless there's any flanking or surprise giving them advantage. You, you, uh, you know what? Uh, totally, yes. We'll, we'll say uh, all of these have advantage on this first round, because that was wild. So okay. three of them hit? So there was a 27... Three 27s, basically. All hit, yeah. Uh, 15... Uh, 20 damage, and then three hits of orange grung poison. Excellent. All right. Uh, you see sort of uh, small bubbles, uh, kind of orange bubbles form uh, on the skin of this dragon. Uh, uh, and when they pop, they release sort of a fiery uh, whoosh of flame. Uh, and then some sort of kind of orangish pus uh, comes out of each of them, and uh, the dragon is looking around immediately for uh, for any of this um, you see it then uh, not able to get its breath weapon uh, being attacked from spaces it doesn't even see yet uh, twice now in, the, in you know very short amount of time um, it uh, it, uh, it takes to the air uh, with its giant wings uh, and starts to then move toward the city. Uh, and it's moving as fast as it can, uh, both rounds, uh, both, you know, actions or it's, it's movement. Um, it is going to beat its wings, uh, as, as kind of a legendary action. Uh, and so Akari, I just need a dexterity saving throw from you as it moves past you. Uh, orange is also, I believe the sensory poison. Uh, oh, I was, I was thinking red. Um, no, it's the blind oh, death yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so he needs to make some rolls here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm and sorry, just... did you say wisdom? We're on Dex. Blood. Dex. Yeah. And also, we, he might be know. more confused than he thinks he is. Well. Um, and you see him just, like, rushing around, uh, feeling on the ground. Um, let's see. Perception and disadvantage. Uh, it does. Okay, so it, it, it finds uh, the giant spear on the ground, um, raises it uh, in its in its. It looks normal in his hands, uh, which are just gigantic arms and hands, um, and and then uh, he's having trouble getting off the ground at this point because he can't quite see how close he is to these trees, and he just keeps smacking his wings into the tree. Um, but he does have this giant spear in its hand now. So did. It hit me or not? It did not. It did not. Oh, okay. It didn't do the thing that it thought it was going it to. Not. Yeah. It's, okay. it's now experiencing some severe distress because it's been attacked from it doesn't know where. And senses just got cut off. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, Clement Stormbringer, uh, as fast as you're possibly running, uh, you're sort of, you're clearing the, the, the gates of the city. Uh, you can see up ahead still about uh, another hundred, you know, feet or so to the tree line, and, and then this thing is just beyond that. So it's about 120 feet from you. I don't, I mean, my long, no, I'm gonna keep it. It's more effective for me to be close. Okay. <laughs> I um, can throw Clem while I run, if you want to be closer. Deploy! Uh, 
Go, spell slotless caster. <laughs> I was looking at something. Uh, okay, 30. No, that's not. Did I? Yes, I did. Be quiet. Um, uh, you said we're 120 feet from it? Yeah. I mean... Uh, I mean, uh, Stormringer can get you closer. I think, how how fast can you run? I could just... I mean, I don't have a whole lot. Um, no. Uh, I'll just do a firebolt. Fair. You've seen this thing work wonders. Give me a roll. 13, I'm afraid, does not quite hit. Question. In its impaired yes. state, is it able to be aware that Clem and... Uh, you know what? I'd say no. Yeah. Because enemies that can't joining. see you. Yeah. Uh, advantage this one. Let's do that. Nifty. 24 finally. Yes, does hit. Oh, but that's so much but it, less it damage. It inverted the roll and the damage. <laughs> Can oh I my. take the 24 damage that I did with the one I missed? I'm a sorry. No. We're going to do this. Uh, so eight damage uh, as yeah. a firebolt slams into kind of its its back uh, haunch. Yeah, take that. Uh, you see it turn in pain, but it, it's not looking at you at all. It, it doesn't know where that came from. Burbage. Uh, Stormbreaker, you're just running as fast as you can. I like that you basically become a siege tower with Clem. Yeah, at this point. <laughs> so, okay. It is trying to to rise up into the air, but not Seems really like, yeah. finding much success. Um, I have a question, a request for... for for you, oh dear wise, benevolent DM. Yeah. Um, I forgot about my my latest feat that I took, the piercer feat that allows me to re-roll a, a, an attack's damage die when it does piercing damage. Yes. Could I retroactively do that for the that first hit? Sure. So yeah. change the one of like the that piercing damage and yep. just kind of retroactively. Can you do that with sneak attack? Right. Because it's once, damage. No, it was just the one damage that was. No, piercing. I'm just saying in once, general. Yeah. Once uh, per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals piercing damage, you can re. So is the sneak attack you doing can the re-roll. same type of damage? You can only roll one of the attack's damage. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, fair then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing it with just the one. But yeah. if you did roll max damage like on your actual die and you got a sneak attack, that is considered piercing damage from that attack. So you could Part re-roll of one of those ones. Yeah. Um, nice. Should I? Should I do that instead? Uh, no, no, it's yeah. the same. It's the same. Yeah. The math is the same. You rolled a okay. min. Okay. On your yeah. It, it's just you would always basically with with the way you have your dice pool, you'll always be able to pick. I'm re-rolling the one. And it makes. And it, I mean, it makes. It was a. It's a one d. It's a d six, right? So I'm just rolling right. a d six and yeah. just trying to do a little oh. bit extra. Yeah. I'm just trying to like take advantage of this latest yeah. speed yeah. I have. That's, and it's, that's exactly what it's for. And it's once per turn. It's not once per like combat. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. every time you attack, you can just okay. or hit. You can. So. <laughs> it's a, a little bit better. Hey, it's thirty-four damage instead of thirty-three from you. So. That's that's funny. That's All right. Cool. Okay. So now. Um, how far up in the air from me is this tree? It's not quite up in the air yet. Uh, it's it's just trying to fly. Still essentially within range of me. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Um, and I also have this ring of spell storing. What does fairy fire do? It, it gives advantage. Yeah. yeah. To everyone. No. To everybody. And that isn't... Would that be beneficial right now? I mean, I feel like we've been kind of getting advantage because of surprise attacks, because of flanking... 
which I mean, surprise attacks are kind of going away. It's it realizing would suck, it's and it is yeah. surrounded currently by like a fucking Cuisinart of Caltrops. So I think. Wait, what is? What, what so is the that? advantage would be good. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. was considering it too, but I wasn't close enough. Yeah. So I think I think do it. I think Burbage will use his, his ring of spell storing and try to cast fairy fire. Solid. Okay. I do not think I have that kind of built into my character sheet. So I think what we were doing was and just kind of and it's Clem's role anyway, because it it uses the caster's attributes. Right. That one I got from Clem, and then oh, the other one. Oh, I, I got cast from that him. into it. Okay. Yeah. So Clem, what's the DC on that? On my fairy fire for my yeah. spell stuff. Yeah. Uh, my DC is seventeen. Uh it is lit up. Uh, what, what color of fire do you have for your fairy fire there, Clem? Uh, probably just like un- uncomfortable puke green. Okay. Glowing. I like that the modifier was uncomfortable. Though. <laughs> <laughs> the blue dragon with its white uh, electricity streaking through it in, now in a in a, uh, a, a puke green haze yeah, uh, with red embers almost, yeah. all over. Yeah, this is a, this is a rainbow of, of color going on. Nice. It is now completely lit up. Uh, All right. Bourbon shouts up at it. That's what I call casting fairy fire on the pickle jar. In the plain ethereal. <laughs> you just hear Charity say to Clue, what the fuck does Burbage do to his pickle jars? <laughs> and also, uh, yeah, getting flashbacks back to uh, pickle barrel smells. Episode one. Wow. Is this the result of that trauma? <laughs> or was or was yeah. that trauma the result of your behavior towards pickle jars, much like the wolves <laughs> chasing you? Fair. <laughs> Very good question. Uh, what was that roll that you just rolled, Andy? Ah, oh, you're getting dory. That's the recharge, I'm pretty sure. Well, well, and, well Burbage uh, shouts that and then uh, runs away. Gotcha. He runs uh, just away from the dragon. Uh, like far enough away that he is not in danger. Okay. Die field then. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, no, just like uh, 60 feet away. Because on a okay. future turn, assuming that the dragon remained in the same fucking spot, theoretically if I was 60 feet further away I could move, dash, and then attack, right? Yes. Alright, so I'm moving 60 feet away. But I'm shouting about pickle jars the whole time, trying to get him to be distracted and focusing on me for when the other people attack him. Yep, gotcha. Because he can't possibly, he he can't, Andy, he can't hit me from 90 feet away, right? Impossible. Okay, great. Then I feel great about it. <laughs> Looks at a mountain right. forest devastated. <laughs> Burbage, is, Burbage is feeling very brave because very he passed, nice. he passed that. <laughs> Burbage sprints away, taunting him the whole way, realizes he doesn't clear the swath of devastation. It's like, oh, <laughs> oh I'm, I'm, still, still, I'm still within the swath of devastation. <laughs> if only there was a sign. Uh, Burbage has that that woman do it like with doing math equations in the in the air around her head. Gif. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hikari, <laughs> what would you like to do? So, am I able to? get within, kind of what Burbage was talking about, get within, seduce something, and then back up? Uh, yeah, yeah, only about, yeah, you only have to move, like, 15 feet or so to get within that. Okay, so I'm going to move till I'm within 60 feet. Okay. And then I'm gonna cast Harm. Oh, alright, let's do that. Harm is good shit. 
Okay, uh, please roll 14d6. Um, how would I even do that? Like, just roll, like... I can even... You do it, like, a couple of... 14d6. Thank you. 40? 40. Nice. It's not bad. Um, cool. Um... It, it has no idea that you were even doing this. Uh, you, you think that uh, you reach to sort of the, the core of this being and just kind of wilt it, uh, sores opening up uh, all over on its sides. Uh, and uh, as he as he seems to concentrate, he lowers his head. Uh, you didn't quite do as much damage as you'd like. It seems, metagame, it seems like he failed, but used a legendary action to save. So he's going to take 20 necrotic damage. Um, and then, then you back, back up. up. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, and Charity. Uh, mentally, Charity's going to have told uh, Clue the plan, which is uh, reapparate. Charity does his thing, and then Clue moves after that, so that he is consistently not the source of where the damage is. Um, I'm going to appear uh, spiritual weapon upcast to level 4. Uh, is going to appear and attack uh, him. Okay. 29. 29 hits. 11 force damage. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to uh, silver flame darts because that's a bonus action. Then my full action. That's a crit for 31. Uh, Let's roll. A 20 and a 22. I believe the tw- 22 20? will hit. Yeah. The 22 hits. I couldn't remember if the 21 hit now because I don't know where its AC is. I just know it's low. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for starters, 21, 37 fire damage. I thought that you had rolled on the table instead of me, and I was like, holy aura? That doesn't <laughs> yeah, No, not me. Sorry. That's because okay. I have to trap it with my finger. Damn it. No, you're good. Uh, weapon Sunder. I dislodged his weapon. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what yeah, does we'll that s- mean? We'll say, um, we'll say uh, his tail was about to kind of swipe in uh, at Hakari. Um, and uh, uh, the the spiritual weapon sort of uh, struck, uh, lobbed off one of the giant spikes uh, on its tail, uh, which falls to the to the ground. Is he no longer carrying the the dragon spear? Oh yeah, he's he, carrying a weapon. He, uh, yeah, he had yeah, up. that's probably more. <laughs> that's probably more accurate. So yeah, we'll we'll say that uh, you slice into his arm, and he didn't see where it was coming, uh, and he drops the the dragon spear. Okay. Uh, at this, I'm going to zip, yeah. basically sixty or something feet in a different direction from where the fire bolts came from. The spiritual weapon is above him somewhat, but yeah. like sort of towards the front. I'm rotating around, uh, and now. Uh, it is time for my lovely animated caltrops to do their thing. Let's do it. Processing. 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 Non-advantage on this one, but... Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's fairy fire. It's oh, fairy, fairy fired. What the hell? Yes, of course. Uh, okay. I'm gonna say damage. Can people keep a running tally in their heads? That's Eleven. All of them? Oh, except for... Eleven, uh, sixteen. I guess I'm keeping the tally. Uh, Twenty-four. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I was like, Twenty-four, thirty-two, thirty-eight, forty-five, fifty, fifty-seven, sixty-five. Uh, that is also nine hits for in terms of any poison effects, etc. That you want to do. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> Grung poison is nasty. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. 
I know, Andy. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, all right. Very good. Uh, as all of that is uh, happening, uh, he's he's looking pretty weathered. Uh, this has taken a toll on him. He's not quite bloodied. Um, and uh, he immediately uh, pats on the ground just a couple times trying to find that spear. Doesn't find it. Uh, and and uh, just now gets kind of his, his bearings because last time he just hit trees and he shifts over it a little bit. Uh, and you just hear him. This isn't over. I will be back. And then... And he just is taking off straight up into the air. Uh, the spiritual weapon gets an attack of opportunity. I don't think I'm going to say that the constructs each have an attack of opportunity. Yeah, and that's fine. I was I was yeah. actually going to say, like, we can keep the spiritual weapon one, but we probably yeah, don't. Yeah. Unless I'd, like, told them to watch for it or something. I would say that, like, yeah. I could have changed sure. their instruction to be, if it flees, kill it type of sure. thing. Uh, this was cast at level four. It has advantage. It's a nat 20. Oh, my God. Uh, for 11, 17, 28, and rolling on the table. Knocks it back, which would nice. be okay. down. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, because it was above it, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why as, it's, as it's taking off, smacked it in its face, uh, and it, it immediately has to divert uh, away from just going straight up. Um, because of that, it now flies very low uh, through a couple trees. Um, Stormbringer, you're going to get a hit on it. because. Well, of I also wanted to ask how close did, did we get before? Uh, at this point, it's going to come real close to you. Uh, and if I you want to do something, fine. Yeah. I do. We're but still you, kind Stormbringer of can go first. But yeah, I just, I wanted to try something. It's still fairy fire, right? Yes. Yeah, is. that just follows it. Yeah. 23? 23 hits then, yeah. I mm. would say I was also raging at this point. Let's, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, what did my rage go up to? Uh, so that's 20 total damage. 20 total damage. At this point, you have made this thing bloody. Uh, as you slice into it, uh, blood just sort of sprays over you and Clem. Um, as you jump in the air uh, and with your glaive, I assume the glaive, right? Is that it? Yes. Uh, just carve a, a bit into this thing, its shoulder and its arm. This um, is an attack of opportunity, right? So there's no option for me to like try to grab onto it and not let it fucking get away and keep stabbing it. You you know what? This is kind of your turn too. Let's say you yeah. Let's say you grab or try to grab onto it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> hey Clem, time to go for a ride. Clem, you, you can get off any time. Um, um, what do I need to roll for that? A grapple, let's say. So that's athletics. Yeah, athletics and you're raging. Um, so twenty three. Uh, okay, yeah, so you you will successfully grab onto this thing. However, its momentum is now taking you with it. Yeah, I've definitely jumped off. Okay. <laughs> and I want to, but while Was I'm very... Was that my action, my second? Do I have a second attack? Uh, you do. We, we can even say it's part of that, a second attack that you okay. grab onto it, yeah. Cool. I'll do my second attack and then you do your thing. So. Yes. Sorry. No, no. 26 hits? 26 hits. Yeah, yes. with one hand you're you're holding on to a leg and you with this glaive just strike straight into its its calf. So it's 28 damage total. 28 damage. I love it. And that's me. And Clem. This is probably stupid, but I want to use my new um medallion of of detect thoughts to try and detect its thoughts. Okay. 
Because I'm curious as it's running away, I want to know what it's thinking. So yeah, I yeah, get yeah. access to... Do you have to touch it for that, or is that... No, within okay. 30 feet. Within 30 feet, great. So that's why I was waiting until we were very close. Yeah. Um, so basically, I get... Uh, I could automatically get surface thoughts without any kind of roll. So if you want to tell me any surf fun surface thoughts, other than, I guess, ow, fuck, this hurts or something, but... Uh, it's, it's, uh, other than quickly, it's going to eat this thing that is attached to its leg. That's what it's trying to do. Uh, I want to have, so then it's a wisdom save. It's very low, too, because it's just a fucking item. It's not my own save. Sure. So. 19. <laughs> Defo saves. Uh, okay. So then Clem is sad because that she wanted to, basically I wanted to get information about where it was fucking going. You know, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what it was thinking about and who it was going. Like I don't know. I wanted that kind of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Its surface thoughts are: I, I, I need to get away. I'm going to eat this thing on my leg, uh, and uh, Renair will not. Uh, Renar will n- not be. Pl- uh. Renair. Okay. And then, um, can I make a reaction while it's like vaguely my turn, or is that like? Uh, kind of. I mean, it's yeah. It's also moving past you very quickly. Just for safety, I yeah. think I'm just gonna cast Featherfall on Stormbringer. Okay, that's a reaction As cast. I, I think it's yeah. a reaction cast. Yeah, but I wanted. I need to be ready. within sixty yeah. feet, so I wanted to do, and it lasts a minute. Yeah. So as so this I thing is pulling it, away, yeah. Just as within, she's pulling away, I want to yeah. cast Featherfall on Stormbringer. So just in case, if she lets go or whatever, yeah. she will be fine. As she hey, gets about I was sixty just feet, take a lot of damage from falling because I, I figured you would, but I thought that I would just allow that <laughs> yeah. maybe not to be a thing. Featherfall, the spell you never need until you really, really need it. Right, and you, you, yeah, I didn't. I guess I could like watch you, but I didn't know if he'd fly that way and you'd be sixty feet out of range in all directions. So, yeah. so very quickly, as he's as he's going up uh, at an angle, she's immediate sixty feet off the ground, and that's when you. Uh, cast it just before uh, yeah. she's out of your range. Yeah. Um, and this thing seems to be now just fucking off, not getting the thing that seemingly it wanted, um, which was knowledge. Well, it got some knowledge of, of what happened here, um, but didn't pick up this spear um, that it was definitely trying to find and go for. Um, are you going to try to pursue this thing or for the rest of you? We'll get to Stormbringer in a second. Obviously, Stormbringer's pursuing. (laughs) I feel like Charity sees, bring it! And it's like, oh, God, no. Um, (laughs) Clue, we should go. Uh, So I think Clue can probably at least mostly keep up with it. His flying speed is 90. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This thing is double booking it, so it's it's moving a little faster. Was was there any moment in there when, like, during the... I mean, because I know we're doing this... We don't have any technical initiative right now. Sure. But was there a moment there after, like, the forceful hit, the knocking back, where Burbage could have gotten in one last attack, like, with his... Like, as it swept away over him? As as it came down over Clem and Stormbringer? Uh, I was thinking you were still kind of a little bit further away in the forest, that it's direct line, only Stormbringer and Clem really got... Okay, so much so of a reaction. No, no real chance of, of attacking. It definitely get, didn't get within five feet of you for like an no. opportunity attack. 
Oh, it would have to be, it would have to be that way, Bruno. Because that's kind of what it triggered with them. All right, cool, cool. Sorry. Yep. yep yeah. Uh, so I'm pursuing it. Sure. And I one clue is just going to be doing his equivalent of dashing. So he's moving 180, or okay. what he needs to in order to keep me within 60-ish feet of this thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah double dashing then essentially here. Um, I'm gonna silver flame darts uh, at into it first. Okay. 28, 24, 24. Uh, all three hit. 34 points of damage. Very nice. Bonus action. Uh, spiritual weapon will appear in front of it. Like, I, basically, I'm trying to intersect its movement to, again, leave a uh, an attack of opportunity. Sure. With it. Uh, but uh, this spiritual weapon will be cast at level 8. Okay. Uh, 26 for another 32 damage. And as much as I can, I'm also having Clue, like, get me into range, attack, start, and then peeling out of, you know, where the attack path was. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, as you're holding onto it, the wind is whipping by you, storming as fast as it, it, as it can. It's almost deafening. Um, because it feels you on it, 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 it's having a hard time still sensing things. Uh, so... It, it's not going to bite or, or claw or try to tail you. Um, however, you see this giant ball of, of energy forming uh, in its mouth as it rears back, lifts up its leg uh, where it can feel you. And I need Are to dragons go. flexible like cats? Yeah, he's he likes his balls giant. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a way bigger neck than a cat. Sure. Uh... Yeah, and it's just sticking one leg straight out like yeah. Um <laughs> it stops in the air, rotates. Yeah. Like <laughs> Um, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. No, don't knock the microphone. I have Please. the thing that gives me advantage if it's an effect I can see, so it's so just a wash, right? Normal, yeah. Fuck. Four. Oof. Alright. Um please take Jesus fuck. Seventy-six lightning damage. Ooh. To have an extra 17 hit points. Uh, and make a um, strength save to see if you can hold on through all of this. Apologies to people saying camps flicker. Okay. That's many damages. It's too many. It's a lot. Um, would you, I don't. Uh, how close are you following, Charity? Me? Because uh, yeah. this is kind of backward. I'm in all truth, and sorry, this isn't like me like, oh, no, I was totally... One, I probably would have been... Because I think I'm as fast as it, if not faster, which means I'm able to Pretty pull close, it back yeah. into the range that I need. Um, so I'm probably 80-ish, and I'm usually off. Because I'm sort of... I'm almost doing attack runs strafing in on its back, and then peeling up and off to the side. Yeah. I rolled an 18 for my strength save. Um, I was gonna say, how much damage did you take from that? Are you resistant to lightning? I'm not resistant to lightning. I don't okay. think I'm resistant to lightning. I don't think I'm resistant to lightning. Okay. So I, I, I think, think that's, that's enough then to, to knock you. But I don't want to get off the dark guy Sure. Uh, you begin to slowly fall. Um, you're only about 80, 90 feet up, though, at this point. Yeah, but yeah, you still drift down very slowly. Yeah, you're going to drift. Uh, and uh, it's going to continue on Wait, as fast as How slowly am I drifting? Um, Featherfall is, let me pull it up, you fall to 60 feet per round. 
So 60 feet per second. Oh. Six seconds, I mean, right? Yeah. So it's 10 feet a second. Never mind. I don't think I'd have time to, like, grab him again. No, it's very, like, Um, And Charity, what are your uh, intentions? Are you going to try to just Push me back get, towards him. Catch, catch Stormbringer and keep pursuing, or...? Yeah, probably. Um, okay, so you, you'd have to deviate a little bit. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, so first thing, he kept moving. Yes. Spiritual weapon got an attack of opportunity. Yes, it did. So left it there. 30 for 29 damage. Okay. Um, so Stormbringer is falling, but she's... Let me just check one thing, sorry. Oh, and at the end of its turn, Constitution. It's a plus 8, and that's a 22. Now it can see. Do I get the sense that it can see? Uh, at this point, yeah. It's it's not just sort of flying uh, randomly. Sort of like and, and it does kind of then look back toward you guys. Uh, if it can see now, I would probably no longer be pursuing. That okay. That feels like a lot of danger up in the air. Okay, so you deviate just a bit to go catch uh, Stormbringer, um, and it just keeps on going. I, I would say that the last thing I would do is because I'm petty. He's sure. a player. Uh, it absolutely does take one more round of silver flame darts, though. Fair. All right, let's do that. All of which hit for another 33 damage. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's that. One of his wings is kind of caught on fire uh, as he's then disappearing up into the cloud. And nice. you have Stormbringer in your head. The the uh, in your in your head. Uh, in your uh, on your steed, you look down. Then the town has untouched. Uh, you see your friends standing up in the in the clearing far below um, that the dragon has had made. You see a giant spear still laying uh, where where it dropped it. You have a hard time finding any losing in this situation. This this was very good. Stormbringer isn't currently eating its heart. <laughs> Fair. No fucking survivors. Like, fuck. It's gonna go back and tell stories to Ragnar or, or, or whatever his name is. But <laughs> at least at least he didn't fuck up the town and we're all alive. And ladies and gentlemen, that's where we're gonna end tonight's episode mm-hmm. of Fates of Rain. Mm-hmm. Good job, everyone. We did not get to sleep. <laughs> we did not yeah, get to wow, sleep. I definitely thought we would, huh? I kinda did too. I thought that you wouldn't even notice the dragon coming back for the spear, but someone had to go back and check it out. <laughs> oh, look, that was just supposed to be the dragon coming and picking it up. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't uh, get it, though. And he's going to then maybe wonder and maybe sniff around a little bit to figure out what happened to Pelototh. But, <laughs> but Akari Kervich had to opt out of the conversation. Love <laughs> Instead, it. he finds two still slightly drunk adventurers who decide it's go time in a 2v1 on an ancient dragon mm. and then the entire party showed up. Hell yeah. I love it. He talked but too much. That was his problem. I don't want it to heal. I don't want it to go away and heal. Yeah, it's very rude. Yeah, it's, and it's also very upset. Uh, <laughs> no, and knows oh, wow. who helped Bellator Add him and... to the list. <laughs> You've made another enemy. Yay! To Pelototh's question, yeah, we piss off pretty much everyone. I wish we'd killed that dragon. I was trying to go with my, like, okay, don't be, maybe it's just the fear. And he's like, 
an okay dragon and i tried to go with that and then it backfired now i'm mad <laughs> didn't backfire that bad honestly going with it or lying would probably have just resulted in him having the spear and being like all right i guess you can live peace right yeah, yeah that's yeah. true yeah, you yeah, it, yeah. You you postponed it long enough for everyone else to get there and for Stormbringer didn't to die. Right. I legitimately was I expecting know. to roll up and be like first action revivify. Yep. I was <laughs> yeah. expecting to die. I was like, eh, whatever. You got a monologuing. <laughs> that was that was the problem. I was too curious. Um yeah. And anyway, uh yeah, that's it tonight. I forgot we're still alive. Uh thank you for uh, watching. <laughs> thank you for hanging out, everyone. Uh we love you very much. Uh come here. Uh what's what do we got next? Uh, uh next, next week I believe we have tier on Tuesday. Thursday, Tuesday. Cool. Uh I don't remember if we have Monster of the Week. It's possible that we're still voting on it. Okay, and we're still voting. Possibly monster on Wednesday. Spire should end on Thursday. Spire will end Don't on you Thursday. Say that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this chapter, perhaps. We'll Season see. arc chunk. Season arc. <laughs> chunk. Uh, yeah, so come hang out, or just uh, again type exclamation point Discord in the chat, and you can join our Discord and uh, you know just hang out with us all the time. Uh, so thank you very much. We love you. Have an excellent evening. Good night. Bye. 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 Good night. Well done, friends. That <laughs> I, I like how we led this with we have I've never fought a dragon, blah blah blah. Have now yeah. fought dragon. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, feeling more confident in our ability to fight dragons now, although I think Andy was also going a little easy on us. I, yeah. I kind of feel bad because I mean was, like yeah. it's like if you have a good you don't want to have a good dress rehearsal. <laughs> right. Then you're well, gonna make all the mistakes on the performance. Like ancient ancient dragons will have multiple legendary resistances and like legendary actions every turn and then if you fight yeah. them in their lair then they'll have lair actions as well and yeah i'm not going to he did at least have at least one legendary resistance yeah, yeah he did use one of them and generally i yeah he did we one, didn't but, use yeah. things that had them because i'm much more effective blitzing with attack rolls there's a yeah. the, legendary resistance does that when he fails Ever? a save, instead he succeeds. Yeah, Is usually it, I automatically think succeeds. generally I think they have three for like usually, ones that yeah. are that strong. This one, can, this one was even bumped up than normal. And he so, can re- he can recover but, those like with rest or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sucks. Oh uh, <laughs> man, I wasted those. I mean, like it was so cool getting that one oh. bolt in there, blowing up his scales. D- don't get me wrong. Yeah, the, the fact lowering that, he, his AC. that he turned away from the idea of just trying to kill people to, oh, I need to get out of here. I need to get the spear. I need to, like, that was that was because you hit him so hard so quickly. Was he you know? going to try to kill, like, random people, like the caravan people and shit? He was, th- that first time when, when I thought it was the different grung poison, he was headed to the, to the, I was gonna say to that was laying waste to town. Yeah. yeah, he was on his way, uh, and the fact that he was blind and deaf and made him go into panic made me go into panic. <laughs> also, <laughs> so, and, and I bet he can't just grow those scales back, right? It's gonna yeah, he needs so to do a, something else. Maybe is his AC? I hope permanently. Yeah, until he I'll can do he some like other capture thing. a cleric to be greater restoration. I guess. Yeah. Can I add a blue dragon scale to my? Uh... Yeah. So yeah, we don't, I, we don't, I, just so we don't forget that Burbage. It's also probably a lot of blue dragon blood around. Yeah, you're covered in blue dragon blood. You yeah, that's gonna here. that's gonna go in some vials. I have now white dragon blood and blue. Dragon. Lovely. I forgot you took some Peliotas blood. <laughs> um. Yeah. And if you don't mind, real quick, just kind of saying something that uh, you really enjoyed or really liked or proud of. Uh, everyone had some cool moments. I'm proud I didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I got scared. I, I, I immediately went into friend mode, like, oh, shit, my friends are going to die. Uh, and I didn't warn them <laughs> that this was... Didn't think this was coming. That big of a thing. I thought you were going to, oh, no, the spear's gone tomorrow. Oh, there's tracks. There must have been a dragon here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, you did great. And, yeah, you did not die. Hello, friends. That was The Fates of Rin, Goats and Dragons, a podcast from Helpful Goat Gaming. We have a couple more podcasts. Helpful Goat Presents, which features our world of Tear, a varied campaign put together by one-shots and shorter campaigns, GM'd by our very own Galway Trainer. We also have the podcast Dom and Dragons, where Helpful Go Gaming played Dungeons & Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He was nice. Good guy. We also have a Discord, and you are welcome to join. That Discord link will be in the description, as well as a link to our merch website. If you like us, want to support us, and you want something for your efforts. And until next time, friends, we love you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you. And white flower reminds me 